Oh, my God. 
JM in the AM. It's Fundraising Marathon 2017. How's everybody doing out there? <laughs> boy, oh boy. It's been a long time, Mr. Mark Zomick, since we've asked people to contribute and keep us going at JM in the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Since yesterday. It has been a long, long time. Since, since 10 we, minutes ago. Since we've had an official Fundraising Marathon show. But here we are. Here we are asking everybody to go to the web fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, encouraging people to uh, to support us at the um, as best as they can. And so far, so good. We've had a wonderful response so far this week. We've done the audience, I think, a very big favor, and Mr. Zamek a very big favor, by only doing the full-fledged marathoning for three days, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> You're not giving me the official thank you? No. <laughs> Uh, you know, most people in your position would give me an official thank you. Would be really happy and express it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I guess it's because I got the uh, commensurate cut and pay. <laughs> That's what's bothering you. Yeah, you're, exactly. irked, you're irked by that, huh? Exactly. So here we are. Uh, how many years has this radio show begun with uh, Modani, I ask you? Would you know the answer to that question by any chance? Five. No, a lot longer than that. Come you on. Think seven. Think. You know how you, you've been around a long time? Think. How long do you think? You- I still advocated that it's changed a long time ago. I almost had you going. Well, you, I think your uh, position on the matter was that you'd prefer a different Modani every day. Correct. Um, I don't know how many we'd be able to. Oh, well, actually, I could search probably and find it out. It is um, maybe number two. In my iTunes, Yeah. which is pretty much the iTunes that everybody accesses. Correct. Um, I think it was second. In we terms discussed of- this in terms of words to songs. Adonalama's first? Yeah. Not Animamin? No, 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 no. Adonalama, because you have, Animamin would only be, let's call them Dati songs. Adonalama is a much wider. That's true. Um, I can't imagine that that's accurate, though. That Modani would have the most. No, not Modani. It's it's maybe, it's probably second or third behind Adonalama. I'm just looking right now. And at the time, there was only one or two of them that I was advocating that's funny. In my personal iTunes, it's extremely close. Oh, I have a new Modani I have to play. With Adonalum being very, very, uh, you know, having a very small lead. Interesting. Over, um, over Modani. Adonalum over Modani. I put my phone in airplane mode so you can play this song. And it's not mine. Hello, you're on the air. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Matis! <laughs> I'm an early morning listener. Yeah, I was wondering if Mark would react with, uh, why isn't Matis here yet? Or if he'd react with, Matis! And he went with the, Matis! <laughs> Listen, Matis. I thought things were going to change. <laughs> Nobody got that memo, huh? Matis. <laughs> I, uh, morning, I, Mark. I, 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 good morning. I noticed that um, there's no on-off switch on your microphone. Right. And there's no. I'm trying comparing things from uh, the FMU studios to this. Right. There's no on-off switch in your microphone, and you don't have your own room uh, to have other private conversations with. You're, you're, you know. So that's going to be a challenge for you. And uh, I'm uh, uh, not coming in today. Okay. On the other hand, the functionality of the elevator is exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, sir. We had to we had yeah. to we had to inform our caterers yesterday that there's no elevator in the building, uh, oh, and, but they didn't react the way Mark would have. Mark would say, "Well, there was no elevator in the other building either," but exactly. uh, <laughs> but in fact there was, if I remember correctly. In fact, I was there this week using the elevator. How do you like that? 
That's excellent. Uh, there was one. There is one. You know, Yoni always work. Yoni was with me at the WFMU earlier this week, and then yesterday he was with me in my building. We were taking a table over here, and he says to me, "Do you realize that in your building you can get from G to twenty-one faster than you can get from one to three at WFMU?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, oh, unfortunately, boy. I do realize it. And your building elevator is probably older. older. No, new elevators as of like five, six oh, so years the ago. building is older. Oh, the building is older, yeah. And no, no. My building was built in the early 50s, yeah. and FMU's building was a hotel in the early 1900s, right, oh, Matthias? Yeah. It was like the 1930s or something, 1920s was Something like that. An old is that why they still Old hotel, in? yeah. Um, but, but there was, oh, yeah, and of course, I, I, I continuously get a kick out of this watching someone who's in their early 20s trying to navigate an elevator door that's an old elevator door that's closing. They have no idea that there's no eye mm. and, and that sticking <laughs> their hand in is not a good idea, that the arm has to be moved. But uh, he learned it pretty quickly, I can tell you that much. Oh, yeah, and, that, oh, and the elevator at FMU is not that forgiving. You have to no. really... Oh, are you kidding? Yeah, you have to be very uh, astute. I also, the, noticed, alert. I also noticed your top cassette player it doesn't work. Like right. their top cassette player doesn't work. Correct. That just broke. Uh-huh. My, uh, ZK claims he's putting in a new motor. but Well, because you have that cassette sitting there, you're going to want to play. Oh, Matis, I have here a... Uh, I have a that's few, out of order. I have oh, a, the bottom one is out of order. I have a few cassettes here that I want to play. Matis. Yes. I have to remember now. Oh, no. I'm trying to play. I'm trying to play. Oh, maybe it will work. Hang on. No. Nope. Read error. Read error. Matis, we may have to go without a drum roll this marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Stuck. My you broke it. Oh my gosh. And now not only not only wah, wah. is the not only is the mini disc uh not playing the drum roll, the mini disc is now officially stuck in the mini disc player. That's so very nice. And ZK's coming in today. That should be that should be that should be uh, that should, thing. That should um distract him for at least a half hour trying to get that uh, mini disc out now. <laughs> Just shoot some WD-40 in there. See what happens. You think that'll work? No. Um, Matis, FJBU... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. FJBU... She loves when I play it also. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, she loves when you play it. FJBUnity.org. Matis, I want to ask you, has there ever been a more simple way to hit a donate donate button and participate in a fundraiser? There have been a lot of fun- uh, there been a lot there of wasn't. there been a lot of fundraisers online, right? You're familiar, a lot of fundraisers online. Has there ever been an easier way to support a cause than the way we've set up FJBUnity.org? I would say no. There you no. go. Make life very simple for everybody. Wait, are we doing all the ways are we telling people they could uh um Pledge. I mentioned this this morning. A pledge on the comment section. Right. If you pledge in the comment section of our app, and someone, by the way, on the app mentioned this morning that they just gave chai, and then they went ahead and uh, upped their pledge after that. If you go ahead and pledge on the app and simply tell us on the app in front of everybody your donation and who it's in honor of, we will be in touch with you, and um, you'll be able to fulfill your pledge. So there's a lot of different varieties, a lot of different ways to participate with us here at JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel. Certain things never change. I'm still 13 years old. Certain things never change. Wednesday morning, today's day 36 in the counting of the Omer. Double high, Matadiao, day number 36. It's five weeks in one day. We are less than two weeks away from the holiday of Shavuos, which will be a week from Tuesday night. Two weeks from today, excuse me, a week from today, we'll be celebrating Yom Yerushalayim. A week from today, we'll be with our friends at Amit. 
in Israel on the balcony of Eshat Torah celebrating Yom Yerushalayim in a great Yom Yerushalayim week in Israel. Send us off with an incredible send-off. Send us off with an incredible and amazing um, boost of confidence by supporting us here at JMNAM and the Nachum Siegel Network, fjbunity.org. We do have a lot of people to thank, so we will be doing that coming up here at JM in the AM. All right, Matadia, are you going to hold on for a second? Sure. What time are you getting into your car? <laughs> About uh, ten fifteen. Ten fifteen this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh well, I I I guess my wish didn't come true. <laughs> Mine did. Will you join me tomorrow morning? Is there any chance you'll join us tomorrow morning? I will try. We'll have ooh, to talk about it. Ooh, I have a feeling. I have a feeling we may get Matis to head to New York City tomorrow. Uh, all right. Ooh, Plenty the breakfast camera is updated. Plenty more coming up. The breakfast camera now has some bags in it. Has some bags and tables. Misses, and, can Matis dial into the breakfast camera so he knows what he's missing? Uh, only if ZK gives him the code, and I have a feeling that's not going to happen. <laughs> Sorry about the job. i to beat it out of him again. Yeah, that may be the we'll only Facebook way. Facebook Live it later. More coming up. FJBUnity.org to support JM and the AM. FJBUnity.org. It's Fundraising Marathon 2017. <laughs>
J.M. in the A.M. Thank you! Uh, take this opportunity to again extend condolences to Avram Rosenblum, lead singer of the Asri Shiva Band, upon the passing of his father. He's sitting Shiva down in Baltimore, Maryland, and we extend our uh, warm wishes to him for condolences. Did you ever hear the conversation that took place on the Nahum Siegel Network when Miriam L. Wallach and I were on the air and Ding and Avram Rosenblum joined us in analyzing that uh, introduction to the Diaspora reunion? No. It was fascinating, frankly. Why? Because it probably wasn't planned. Knowing you, it wasn't planned. Oh, of course it wasn't planned. And um, it's actually circulating. There are people who are... Um, who are sending it around because uh, for a lot of people it was their favorite live Jewish music performance ever. I know, I missed it. And when he says thank you at the end of that set, at the end of that uh, segment, the end mm-hmm. of the first song, I was convinced that there's no way in the world that that was overdubbed in the studio. Why would somebody who's now preparing a studio recording, who's now preparing a live recording in the studio to be released, why on earth would they add the words thank you? So I said it must have been done live on stage where... Avram Rosenblum in this incredible euphoria right. 
you know, toward the end of the first song, says thank you. And Ding comes on and um, puts my theory completely to rest and uh, tells us that it was overdubbed in the studio afterwards. And I said, why? Why would you possibly think that it was important to include that? Because I don't know. We just felt that, you know, that we had to add the words thank you at that point. So I was under the impression, and this was correct, that the, the you know, let's put it this way. The concert was at Carnegie Hall, and the authorities... You know how to get there, right? Yeah, practice. And the authorities at Carnegie Hall had reiterated... Um, no thanking people. How there are no recordings allowed in the building. Remember, this is way pre-iPhones pre, pre you know, iPhones and everything else. That there could be no, rec- no recording, No recording devices in the building, unless, of course, you pay an exorbitant amount oh, to well, officially record it. No recordings. No recording without. No right. tiki, no washi. Right. So there was somebody, supposedly, for whatever reason, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, who had a Walkman, a cassette Walkman, Walkman in, in Carnegie Hall, recorded the concert, and that's the reunion. That's it. You are listening. For, that is a recording from a cassette on a Walkman. I'm not kidding. Could you imagine that? No. And and now we're gonna work these phones. And um, yeah, and that and that was and that was the performance. And that's how the that night was preserved. Otherwise, that night would never have been preserved. It's a really good recording for a Walkman. It's unbelievable. Unless they went into the studio right. and did the whole so thing. So obviously, it's one track because it's a Walkman. So it's one track. But they did say they were able to do certain things to make it sound to drop better. But it's that's hard when you know every instrument's on the same track. That's really difficult. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, some of the backstory from that. I'm not sure I believe that story. Oh, it's 100 percent true. You could ask Ding. We had him on. It's 100% true. I remembered it from that night that there, we were praying that somebody somehow had a recording of it. I think it. it was a color war breakout. Very, by the way, very similar to one of the most famous sports moments in history. Yes, yeah, uh, the shot heard around the world. Correct. The Bobby Thompson home run. Do you know, do you know why it's preserved? Do you know why we have it? Some kid wants to go to sleep, right? Because a kid asked his mother. He was in school. It was daytime. Oh. Nothing to do with going to sleep. There was no night. They played get games during the day? <laughs> Ridiculous. The kid, goes to, the kid goes to school and says to his mother, just leave this, you know, tape recorder on. Right. Because, and sure enough, he he never, you know, he, normally he would have erased it and gone over it, and he, whatever right. he he kept it, and that's the recording that we have of the shot heard around the world, which I'm sure you could bring up on your phone in a second if you wish. Oh, I was about to tell this. I have listen a great to the, song I have to play live for you. Should I bring it up? After that, we have to at least play it. One of the best radio moments ever. Speaking of radio moments. Go to fjbunity.org and support us here at JM and the AM. That's what, F- was the, what was your favorite thing that you got to announce over all the years? Favorite thing? Like what was the, what was like the moment where you said, "Like that's cool. I gotta. I can't believe I got to announce that." I don't know if it's something positive because I. It be, well, I don't be, think I say be, it had to be positive. Well, because of the timing, because it happened late Thursday night. A lot of people heard about Shlomo Kalbach's passing from okay. us and JM and the AM. Uh, that's also a good uh, you know, juxtaposition, JM and the AM and Shlomo Kalbach, as right. opposed to anything that happened during the show where you uh, – I know we often decide not to announce things that happen during the show. Right. I can't think of anything at the moment that I got to announce and inform the community about. I remember sitting here during a night show in 1999 at the end of the year and doing an interview regarding what to expect for Y2K. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, do you know what people were doing before Y2K? No, I understand what people were doing, but I think part of the reason why it wasn't a disaster is because everybody had panicked. Could be. 
a lot of people before Y2K and now tell you know tell people who are young younger generation what that's all about. Uh, a lot of people fill the water before Shabbos in their bath to fill their bathtub with water. Still, Ariyamazah. No, meaning uh, <laughs> like <laughs> one of those customs. Like, why do you fill your bath? <laughs> why do you cut the ends off the roast? You me- know? Meaning that Friday night, <laughs> that Friday night they filled the bathtub with water. And I don't remember what other precautions were taken for that Shabbos. But I do remember waking up Shabbos morning and saying to myself, wow, the streetlights are on, like, you know, traffic's flowing. It looks like we still got a normal world here, you know? Well, they were also, I remember watching Friday afternoon, or Friday morning, I don't know the difference, the um, beginning of the new year in Australia. Yeah. And people were going to the ATM at 12.01, and it all worked. So there was I didn't even think of that. Why didn't I think of that? Can we do it again? (laughs) Why didn't I think of doing that? Somebody else's problem. Oh, they got this musical accompaniment for it. That's terrible. I pulled up a really bad version of it. They did a whole MASH episode surrounding it. I don't remember that. By the way, it, the call is the call. It's a great call, but I think that unless you understand the fact that, you know, the Giants were so far behind I a month to go, that. and right. it was like 11 game. I mean, it, it really, it was, you know, one team falling apart and one team doing really super well. They tied it. They go to this playoff, and that's what it that was happening. before. But also, you have to remember. That was before playoff series. Right. You go to the world after right. the, the first place team in the, in, the, in, in the National League was going to the World Series. Yeah, you also have to remember something. The Giants never beat the Dodgers. Right. So this was a, you know even more significant. And the Dodgers never beat the Yankees except that once. Correct. Yeah, right. And by the way, the Yankee fans and the Dodger fans, that these are the notes that stick in their craw. Doesn't he have to go to school? Look who's here. Oh, Gabri. I think he's taller than the last time I saw him. Oh, he certainly is taller than the last time you saw him. I can tell you that much. This guy, oh, remember <laughs> on Shabbos. How, how, what's the age difference between you and uh, our neighbor? Two years? Oh, I thought it was a year. So we have a new neighbor on our floor. Uh, and, really? And one of our neighbors. We don't have a new neighbor on our floor? We have a new neighbor oh, on our floor. So this new neighbor meets all the kids on the floor. Right. And, and one of the kids on the floor is 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 two years younger than Gavri, but, you know, right. pine Normal size. height. So they, they put her next to Gavri and said, do you believe there's only a two-year <laughs> difference between these two? See if that fits you. Anyway. Wednesday morning here at JMDM. Sure We've covered the shot heard around the world. We've covered the opening of the Diaspora Reunion concert. We've covered the passing of Kalbach and JMNAM's uh, role in that. And it's only 6.30 in the morning here on the East Coast. I have a song you have to play. Go ahead. Hold on. i got to pull it you up. You want to put it in your phone? Yeah. I love the fact that we could just I just wanted give to uh, turn my phone off so it wouldn't ring during the song. So I... Good? Too small? Uh, so I... Um, where was it? Um... Ellie Marcus, yeah. who is has become the official extended Zomic family wedding singer. Wow. <laughs> two, two weddings in a row. Get how, you, how did you get that get designation? You, I don't, my sister had something to do with it. Um, and that Energy album definitely had something to do with it. Nice. Um, so he he covered a song called Matanot Ketanot. Right. The one from Israel. The one from Israel. And so when I Googled the song, because I wanted to... That was him with... Uh, Pull Evan. the Words. He did it with Evan Ola, with Arya Kunstler. Uh, it was, I think it was released as a single. 
Yeah, with them, I think they it could be. be. Um, and I, oh, I see Kevin walking around. Um, so I, I wanted to get the words to the song, which for those of you who didn't tune in, I read the words either last Friday or the Friday before. It's a very nice Arab Shabbos song, really Great nice Arab Shabbos song. So, but when I did it, I found other versions of the song, and one of them was by this group called Semed Yeled. Right. And so there's Yeled a duo. There's a. It's funny because in the 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 tune, the credit for the lyrics were this guy Rami Kleinstein, right. and the credits for the tune was Boy Duo. That's how they translated <laughs> it. But this is a Mo Daani by the same group. And I'm saying, as I'm listening to the song, I hadn't watched the video yet. As I'm listening to the song, I go, "This is so Yishai Lapidot." And he produced. Sure him? enough, he's in the video playing guitar in the oh, background. That's funny. Um, but this is Modani. I'm totally obsessed with this song. So Great place for brand new Jewish music is us right here at JM and the AM. As Mark Zomik's about to demonstrate, this is a brand new Modani.
J.M. and the A.M., brand new music. Mark Zomik says the uh, Semed Yeled is responsible for that. Totally obsessed with them. Semed Yeled, the Yeled duo, or as you you said they call them, the boy duo. <laughs> At least funny. translated in Google. Um, but you should, anybody who's heard the song, um, should you should Google the words. Very cool. And there's a, I found a translation of it. That's what I read on... Uh, the Friday Live Lunch last week. Yeah, it's a, it's a very simple and very elegant poem, to say yeah. the least. want to say good morning to Gavri Siegel, who's uh, visiting us this morning here in the studio. And um, I want to thank those who've already donated, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Let me know when uh, Miriam's off the phone, okay? <laughs> What'd you say? What do you need? Um, we have gotten some amazing comments uh, accompanying our, our pledges that are coming through at fjbunity.org. And I want to thank everybody who takes the time not only to donate, but to explain why they're donating and why it's so important to them. I'll give you an example, if I may, Mr. Zomik. Please. A, um, an anonymous donor says that they are donating in honor of the 34 years of entertainment and information that JM the AM has provided. Good morning, Miriam L. Wallach. Join me for a moment because we're drawn us, I should say, because there are a couple of things. I move? I'm in her chair. Yeah, give her her chair. That's a good no. idea. Actually. Well, oh. Mark's always on the move anyway. He's the producer, after all. He's he always, good morning to both of you. He's always running around. This is such a nice treat. Um... Thank you. I'm going to take that as a compliment. Yeah, Thank you very it's much. nice having Mark in the studio. <laughs> si- si- Thank you. Simon <laughs> Jacob just posted. Simon J- Jacob just po- oh, he posted yesterday that he passed a sign that said "used cows." Yeah, yeah so saw that. That's great. Um, You're not in Kansas anymore. So first of all, Kentucky. I, yeah. First of all, good morning. And I, good morning. I hear you've had the pleasure of speaking to Mrs. Pfeffer this morning. I have. Mrs. Pfeffer, one of the backbones of the Lower East Side community. It seems she was a little disappointed I was not a Lower East Sider. Really? And I wasn't Stacy. <laughs> can't, we, can't, can't we make you an honorary Lower East Sider? I do spend enough time down here. Exactly. I do know all the good parking spots. The parking spots, you know how the kosher store works. Uh, yes. You know what you like and don't like at the bakery. Yes. Uh, you know how the corner store, the cozy corner as we call it, how that operates. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm all game here. You've, you've brought dry cleaning into this dry cleaner. I actually have. You, yes, you've, I've had you've, tailoring done at this dry cleaner. You've used, um, you've used. Uh, oh gosh, I forgot her name now. That's good. Oh, downstairs for uh, the shatels. Yeah, what's her name? I don't remember. What's her name? The uh, the sh- Rosa. Rosa, thank you. Wow, Rosa's gonna be offended when she hears that you didn't remember her name. She would be, but we're not gonna tell her. 
So a thank you to the Pfeffer family because they, they've donated this morning. Yes. Do you mind if we give out the phone number to people? No, not at all. So we'll do that in a moment. Okay. Uh, also, I wanted to mention that uh, today is NORPAC, and no doubt there are people on their buses who are now tuned into us. Mm-hmm. So we want to wish good luck to the thousands of, thousands of people that are heading down to a lobby in Washington, D.C. today. And to Dr. Rishi Schlussel, who is a big JM and AM supporter. That is correct. Thank you, Dr. Schlussel, and thank you to everybody that's uh, with NORPAC right now. Uh, enjoy the day. The and phone make- is ringing. Seriously? I Yes, I hear the phone. And make it a productive day. Hi, hang on just one moment, please. Oh, you know what? You want to... Uh- no, no, no. They, you just told them to hang on. Yeah. They don't want to speak to me now. Hang on just one moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's a letdown. Well, wait a sec. No. How would they recognize my voice even? No, nobody recognizes your voice. And the last thing I wanted to say, you know, I was going through, about an hour ago, I was going through some of the paperwork we have here regarding events happening in the Jewish world, I mm-hmm. must, and I'm sure you want to join me in doing this, I must give kudos to uh, so many organizations that are doing things for Yom Alliance. Yes. We are going to be in Israel, and we're going to be leaving a community here for a week that really is spending some time on Yom Yushalayim activities, and I'm talking about throughout the entire metropolitan area and beyond. It's great. So dinners, celebrations, parties, lectures, a lot of different things going on. Kudos to everybody. And we encourage everyone to tune into our week-long programming oh, from yeah. Jerusalem. Oh, yeah. As uh, even if you can't make it, you can still be there. Correct. 100%. There's, um, what? <laughs> He's Mark. making noise. He's making oh, noise. Oh, don't worry about it. It's Gavri. <laughs> it's Gavri. Gavri's also been up for the last four hours. By the way, I got up this morning at 2.40. Wow. My alarm was set for 3.35, which, by the way, is abnormal. But let's... Well, my, Let's alarm, put that aside. my alarm was set for 2.59. Okay, so I woke up at, Mark's like, what? What? 2.59. But why Why 2.59, not 3? Oh, please. Oh, I mean, the show's only three hours long. We only have two hours and 18 minutes left. There's not enough time to get into the I haven't knock-ums. used a real alarm clock in a very long time. What's a fake alarm I clock? My, um, my, Rooster? Uh, my wrist, uh, you know, my step tracker. It wakes you I up? Use, I use my iPhone. Absolutely. What does it do? It like vibrates it you? It vibrates, yeah. And this way I don't wake up my wife. You wouldn't <laughs> smack your wrist? <laughs> when you snooze, when you hit the snooze button. My alarm goes off 40 times oh, every morning it. and nobody wakes up. Forget <laughs> it. Including me usually. Yeah, that, well, hence this morning, <laughs> right. But at 2.40, somehow or another, I had I had gone to sleep rather early. But we have a caller. I know. So get to the caller. I'll tell my wake-up story in a minute. All right, plenty more coming up if you keep it here on this Wednesday morning broadcast, everybody. It's day 36 in the counting of the Omer, and we have one request of our listeners this morning and one request for the rest of the week. Our request is that you support our amazing radio program and this great radio network. Those of you who are fans of the network, starting with JM and AM early in the morning and continuing through the rest of the day. Godfrey has a series of Ziploc bags. <laughs> He, he is and tinfoil. The man is. Mom sent me with supplies. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, <laughs> That's hysterical. That's awesome. Gabby, you need chopsticks. I love it. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Ba 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 barbanel. 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 Ba 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 think you're slow. You got me yearning for the learning, reaching for the teaching. Barbanel. Ba 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 barbanel. Ba 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 barbanel. 
Well, you got me yearning for the learning, reaching for the teaching, Barbanel, Ba-ba-ba-Barbanel. Went to a shear, thought it would be clear, saw Barbanel, now I'm learning for a year of Barbanel. Ba-ba-ba-Barbanel, Barbanel, Ba-ba-ba-Fakers. Well, you got me yearning for the learning, reaching for the teaching, Barbanel, Ba-ba-ba-Barbanel. Ba-ba-ba-ba-Barbanel. Well, you got me yearning for the learning, reaching for the teaching, Barbanel, Ba-Ba-Ba-Barbanel. Tried Kabbalah, tried Agadah, tried a Barbanel, and it all began to gel with Barbanel, Ba-Ba-Ba-Barbanel, Barbanel, Ba-Ba-Ba-Fikus. Well, you got me yearning for the learning, reaching for the teaching, Barbanel, Ba-Ba-Ba-Barbanel, Ba-Ba-Ba-Barbanel. Ba 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 Well, you got me yearning for the learning, reaching for the teaching, Barbanel, Ba-Ba-Ba-Barbanel. Barbanel, 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 Barbanel. Think as well, you got me yearning for the learning, reaching for the teaching, Barbanel, Ba-Ba-Ba-Barbanel. J.M. in the A.M. with Schlock Rock. A ba 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 barbanel. Um, FJBUnity.org gives you the opportunity to support J.M. in the A.M. and our uh, Nahum Single Network for yet another year. We are flattered by those who've already contributed to us and who want to see us succeed. We'll hear from some of those people later on. Want to wish a Mazel Tov to um, Want to wish a Mazel Tov to Michal Hershorn and Aaron Shapira. They got married this past Sunday. On oh, Log- Mazel Tov on Log Bomer. That's oh, great. Yeah. Mazel Tov. And we say Mazel Tov to them. Want to thank uh, Sandra Abraham who has uh, supported us. Thank you very much. Want to thank Deborah Backrack. For, their four, for her four times high donation. Want to thank Maish Nachman in honor of cousin Naomi Nachman, Nachum Siegel, and Mayor Weingarten's Israel shows from Frady and Maish Nachman. A three times high donation. Thank you. Jonathan Appel has um, sent us a message. Actually, it's Tina and Jonathan Appel. Keep up the excellent program. Oh, we love the Appel. Shout out to West Hempstead. And that's a double high donation. That's great. Chaya Feldstein has checked in. She says, good morning. I look forward to listening each morning ever since I'm a little girl, particularly the Chizuk for Rabbi Goldwasser each day and Rabbi Yudin on Fridays. Mikam Chayisrael for providing an amazing forum. Thank you very much. David Weintraub from David and Sarah in Oak Park, Michigan, in honor of the recent engagement of their grandson, Maish Weintraub of Oak Park and Kayla Michal Levy of Muncie. And they want us to announce this again a little later on, and we will. Patricia Bader has um, has checked in in honor of grandchildren Leah, Adina, Gabriella, Naomi, Judah, 
in Atlanta, Carmel, Eliana, Yishai, Carmel, Eliana, Yishai, and Amitai in Irvine, California, and Ruthie, Elisheva, and Shua Eisler in West Orange, New Jersey. They've gone ahead and donated uh, four times high. Thank you, Patricia Bader. Ellie Ehrman in Chestnut Ridge. But three times high in honor of Nachum and the entire NSN crew for the amazing work they do to provide great Jewish content for their avid fans. Ten times high from our good friend Linda Allen. Continue your excellent work, and we hope you can participate in the groundbreaking ceremony at the women's campus of the Jerusalem College of Technology happening Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. on Erev Yom Yushalayim at the campus near Sharet Tzedek Hospital. So we've already responded that that's probably not going to work out for us timing-wise, right. but we do want to wish them a very special Mazel on that occasion. And what we keep hearing about JCT, the Jerusalem College of Technology, is that they keep expanding their programs to include uh, many women's programs, uh, programs for um, uh, the quote-unquote ultra-Orthodox community and many others in Israel. When we find a better name as opposed to quote-unquote? Like, let's find a good name for the community. <laughs> That's like a Bakavadika. You know. How about the Bakavadika community? I'm just saying. How about that? I, mean, I give you a great subscribe. <laughs> How about the, the Bakavadika community? I mean, the truth is, the, the fact that we've embraced the term orthodoxy is funny because it was meant as a negative, it was meant as a knock on the community. Correct. But we've turned that around. We've turned that frown upside Correct. down. So ultra-orthodox is usually a, uh, I don't want to say derogatory term, but not a... It's not a friendly. Right. It's not a friendly. By the way, Mark, I brought you Diet Coke this morning. Or oh, should thanks. I say Joel? You couldn't find another bottle? This one says, you know, uh, share an ice cold Coke with Joel. They didn't have one that said Mark. I didn't even look. He goes through those bottles so quickly, he doesn't even read the labels. <laughs> Actually, Trust I me. use cans mostly. Really? Wait. You have a preference? Um, No, but the, uh, uh, fizz is very important to me. And um, <laughs> you, you means, asked. I know. You I asked. knew exactly what I was doing. Go. I want to hear this. Fizz oh, is important. You? Fizz is important. And you need cold soda, not warm soda with ice, because that's just watered down soda. Did you see me bring ice? I'm just saying. I know. I left it cold, on the fridge all co- night. Cold soda and um, the can, meaning that if you're going to just drink half a bottle and leave it in the refrigerator, by the next day, you know, right. is what it is. For the record, it's over, fizzless. For the record, over the last five years, it's we. Who have been criticized for inane conversations early <laughs> on marathon mornings? Oh, Mark Lansman has to be in, uh, has to be entertained. <laughs> entertained. Some way. Uh, do the you new, know, new grandfather, by the way. I know Mazal Tov. I think the bris is Friday. I Could think. be. Well, that would that would be coincidence that the baby was born last Friday. Uh, there you go. Look at the way that worked out. Surprise, Shalom Zucker. But for the record, let's just note who began this conversation about uh, Diet Coke because it's too warm outside to, to have the defroster defogger conversation, ah. which is one of my. Most favorite, Matis Mark. Put it on auto. (laughs) It's an all-time favorite for you? It is, because it's so ridiculous. Uh, We'll take this opportunity, as Mark just mentioned, to wish a mazel tov. Uh, Yes, the bris is this Friday, Bezrat Hashem. Leora and Alex Landsman are parents of a brand-new baby boy. The bris happening in Queens is coming Friday. And uh, we wish the Landsmans and, of course, the grandparents. Can't they do it on the Lower East Side so we can all go? Seriously. (laughs) A very that special would be a big, sh- good, good close to the marathon. Yeah, we're maybe. Yeah, the kid will think it's hysterical. Can we convince them to do it here in the hall? <laughs> we have we have catered breakfast. Well, we got plenty of room in the yeah. hall. Benjamin's bus was here, wasn't it? Uh, Benjamin's bus was not in this building. It was in the young Israel, the old young Israel building. Oh, but uh, the, Yosef and Yosef Yeshua's bus were both in this building, right. correct? Um, I remember that. Gavri was with, in, when uh, Ken put on Tulin for the first time. That was Yosef's bus, right? Oh, really? Well, not for the first time. For the first time since his bar since he was fifteen, right? Oh, I thought it was the first time. Yeah. Ken. 
Um, Somehow or another, Ken was going to get into the marathon. Ken went to Hebrew school (laughs) until he... uh, Ken was in Hebrew school until his bar mitzvah, as you'd expect, as his parents demanded. And then he decided as a kid to stay in Hebrew school until the age of 15. That's interesting. And if you know the background of his family, it really is a a fascinating decision. But anyway. Anybody remember Nahum's parting words to Ken on his last day at WFMU? I I can't believe I don't remember. Oh, hashtag cremated. Right. Yeah, you want to be buried in Jerusalem. Right. You want to be buried. I said in a positive way. Right. Well, I have a. I have, right. Sort of. Talking about I, when you like die. Like orthodox. I, I said I have a a last right. request of you. Right. We should literally that, a last request. We should, we, should <laughs> find, we should find that clip. Yeah, that I, was a classic. I said you deserve a proper Jewish burial. Right. I'm leaving today, and before I leave, please make sure. <laughs> Here's a shovel. Right. Was it that bad? <laughs> it was fascinating. It was, it was, it was fascinating. Really? Look at him. He's like, Nahum's like, what? I didn't think it was awkward at all. Because I, I thought it was so dramatic and, and you know, they'll be talking about it a year later. Yeah, but we thought, <laughs> you know, it wasn't, let's just say, why you want to, right, right, it was a little bit out of, I don't want to say left field, but the only person who was in your frame of mind at that moment was you. Right. So like, to you, it made perfect it sense. It came out of nowhere. We're like, really? Your final request before leaving WFMU is that he should have a proper burial. Okay. <laughs> That's a mic drop moment, right? I didn't script You that. have not said a word about this. I know. Since she has me here to protect her. I know. Since December, you oh, haven't said a word. I haven't said anything, but yeah. Wow. It's a party here. Gavri, tell Yoni how the Astros did last night. They won big. They won very big last they night. They won big. There you go. <laughs> they won Wheel of Fortune big. They won very big. And I still, and the Yankees won. And who also thinks that he looks like Aaron Judge? He does not look yes. a thing like Aaron Judge. Mommy said yesterday that he looks like Aaron Judge. He does not. Because yes, mommy's does. nice. <laughs> well, you know I have to find out who win. My brother-in-law's sister-in-law was on People's Court yesterday. I have to go find out. But um, bum. Is it still the same theme song? I don't know. Sure. Good question. That, that, that is, that's that's a good, irrelevant question here <laughs> on day three of the marathon. You know how you could support us? By calling uh, 212-529-4620, 212-529-4620, or log on to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Or comment on the app. and we, Or you can comment on the app right. and, and give your donation by just letting us know through the comments on the app what you would like to uh, to pledge in terms of your support to JM&M and the Nahum Siegel Network. Is Kevin going to call in? I, I asked him to, but we in the meantime- you, see, you have to see the sushi donuts. Yeah, sushi donuts here? Yes. Pass one over, you, please. Uh, right. You might. Okay. <laughs> Godfrey's all over it. Because Godfrey knows the next time he wants something like that, I'll, I'll respond by jumping there, And by the way, we're going to, Godfrey, do me a favor. You can bring in all the pamphlets and stuff from the table. You'll see next to the platters. Um, but these sushi donuts oh. are gorgeous. Thank you, Kevin. We'll speak to him hopefully coming up. More happening here on a JM and AM Wednesday morning. Keep it right here at the Nahum Single Network.
You know, Davin, sometimes at millinery, Dove Sharon, a very close friend of his, is the leader of that minion. How far is Garment Center Shul from there? Uh, the Garment Center right? Shul is now temporarily. It was on 40th and 7th. Yeah. It's now temporarily on Broadway, right near Mr. Broadway on the second floor. Is there a leader, a coordinator, a ritual? There's director? a rabbi. There is a rabbi? Who? Yeah. You know who he is? I want to say, uh, you know what? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. But he he's it, it's it's a show. So normally... It's too much. We're trying to do a show. Yeah. One, one show. One what? show. Um, normally, um, you know, in, in, in you know, it's in the middle of the day. It's hard sometimes to break away to right. go for mincha. Right. Um, and um, so normally, my custom is, and it's been generally been sometime during Chazar I'm usually out of there. Right. Right. Tefillah but Sibor, I get my right. Tefillah but Sibor. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm not asking any rabbinical authorities what what's acceptable here. That's what I would advise. Right. Don't ask. Uh, exactly. <laughs> don't ask. Don't tell. Um. <laughs> so um. I'm just trying to Google this here. Yeah, so they um, – so so, but last week there were a couple of days where I just – there was no excuse for me to leave early. I had nothing like my next appointment was 3 o'clock. It's a one thirty-five minute, which is actually a pretty good time. Right. You know, lunch is sort of waning or whatever, and you can usually pick up lunch and come back, whatever. So I go, and there was no reason for me to leave, so I stay. And after Chazar Sashat's – I would say most of, and I hadn't stayed till the end. Most, almost everybody in the room was saying Kaddish, right. and most of the most of them, it's the only Kaddish they're going to say for the day, and it's the only davening that they do all day or all week. Right. Um, and so after Chazaros Hashatz, they open up the Aron, and the rabbi starts making Mishabarach for Cholim, right. um, which takes about five to seven minutes. Then after Aleinu and Kaddish, he starts the kibitzing. Where he's calling people out, you know, I haven't seen you in two weeks, I haven't seen you in three weeks. Hey, what the oh, this one just came, what's your name? And he introduces them to everybody. It's a whole show. It's like the whole you know, first you have Davening and then you have the entertainment. I need to know this rabbi's name. Okay. And I also have to tell you that if you go to the one thirty mincha across the street from here, yeah. Hey Kedusha and no Tachlan. Oh wow. <laughs> well the, so the minion I used to go to at the other building was um was what's it called? Um, was not Hechikdusha. They actually the rabbi would take a long time for Shmuel Esrei, and he. Um, uh, but they that didn't say Tachni either. But it was Nusach Svard. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio exclusively around the world on AlchemSingle.com on the AlchemSingle network, and of course on our beloved NSN app. How sad that our our major Mincha minion location burned down this week. The base Medrashah Gadol, where we dive in Mincha probably 500 times over the years here on the Lower East Side, actually burned down. Have you seen those photos, everybody? Very, very sad. Uh, FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. Our phone number is uh, 212-529-4620, 212-529-4620. We're asking everybody to support JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network and keep us going for yet another year. If you enjoy this program, if you find it inspiring if you're somebody who's uh if you're somebody whose life has been improved because we provide this to you each and every day 212-529-4620 or fjbunity.org galitzal in the background galitzal israel army radio 2 p.m newscast for wednesday follows next we say boker toe from jam the בבית היהודי מגיבים לדוח מבקר המדינה. חבר הכנסת מוטי יוגב מגבה את חבר מפלגתו, השר אורי אריאל, וטוען הדוח שקרי, והוא שוחח עם יעל דן. 
אין לי ספק שבזכותו של השר אורי אריאל, הפעילות החברתית החשובה שמחזקת מקומות שבהם חלה נסיגה, יתחזקו וימשיכו ויעלו מעלה מעלה, ותוצאותיהם בכל דבר. צריך לזכור מי הגיש את הדוח, הוא נשען ברובו על פרסום מוטה ושקרי של ארגון השמאל מולד, שיש לו מטרה אחת לקעקע את הציונות הדתית. והבוקר מנכ"לית מכון מולד ליאת שלזינגר שוחחה עם רזי ברקאי וגורי אלפי ואמרה כשפרסמנו את התחקיר פוליטיקאים בימין תקפו אותנו. אמש מבקר המדינה אישר את ממצאי התחקיר שלנו. מי שלא מתבייש לגנוב מהפריפריה לא מתבייש לשקר בנושא. גבר בן 50 נפצע קשה מדקירות בביתו במושב אלישמה שבשרון. המשטרה מנהלת מצוד אחר הדוקרים. כתבתנו עדה שטייף תושב אלישמע צלצל למד"א והודיע כי שני ערבים פרצו לביתו, דקרו אותו ונמלטו. צוותי מד"א שהגיעו אל הבית מצאו גבר בשנות החמישים לחייו מתבוסס בדמו. כוחות משטרה שהגיעו למקום פתחו בחקירה. על פי שכניו של האיש מדובר בגבר גרוש המתגורר במקום לבדו. המשטרה חוקרת את נסיבות הדקירה בכיוון הפלילי והלאומני. משרד האוצר מצביע על ירידה חדה של 8% במכירת דירות חדשות ב-2016. כתבנו תומר ורון. לפי נתוני האוצר, מי שהוביל את המגמה היו בעיקר המשקיעים, שבפלח זה היקף הרכישות נחתך בחצי במהלך 2016, אך גם רוכשי דירה ראשונה העדיפו לשבת על הגדר וככל הנראה להמתין לתוכנית מחיר למשתכן. השבוע פרסמה הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה כי מחירי הדיור ירדו בחודשיים האחרונים בחצי אחוז. הורי הילדים החולים בסרטן הדם בבית החולים הדסה דורשים מהיועץ המשפטי לממשלה ומהמפכ"ל לפתוח בחקירה נגד גורמים במשרד הבריאות. כתבתנו טל זרביב. ההורים שלחו מכתב ובו טענו כי יש לפתוח בחקירה כיוון שבמשרד הבריאות מפעילים לחצים ומשתמשים בהפחדות ובאיומים כלפי הפרופסור יונתן הלוי, מנכ"ל שערי צדק, כדי שלא יקבל את הרופאים המתפטרים לשורותיו ויקים מחלקה חדשה. מנגד, הנהלת הדסה הגישה אמש בקשה לצו מניעה נגד בית החולים שערי צדק, כדי למנוע את קליטת ארבעת הרופאים לבית החולים המתחרה. ועד נהגי אגד בירושלים פנה לשר התחבורה ישראל כץ בבקשה בהולה להקצאת נתיב תחבורה ציבורית בכביש מספר 1 שהעבודות בו תסתיימנה בשבועות הקרובים. כתבנו ניתאי ענבי שמע את שמעון כהן, מזכיר ועד עובדי אגד בבירה. הבקשה נובעת מכמה סיבות ומחלקם. יקצר את זמן הנסיעה מירושלים ואליה, יגביר את השימוש בתחבורה הציבורית, נוריד את הלחץ שנוצר. בין הלקוחות לנהגים. מקווה ששר התחבורה ייקח את הדברים האלה לתשומת ליבו. השרה רגב נגד הבימאי עמוס גיתאי. לקראת הקרנת סרטו בפסטיבל כאן, השווה גיתאי את ראש הממשלה נתניהו לארדואן ולפוטין, ברעיון שהתפרסם מחר במגזין צרפתי ושתוכנו הודלף לוואלה. כתבתנו ירדן בויטנר שמעה את שרת התרבות רגב, שתקפה את גיתאי בחריפות. להשוות בין נתניהו לארדואן זה כמו להשוות בין סטיבן שפילברג לעמוס גיתאי. השוואה מגוחכת שמלמדת על בורות, על שנאה עיוורת שלעיתים מחלחלת גם לאנשים כמו גיתאי, שמבטא אג'נדה של שנאה בחלק משרתיו. לעיתים דווקא בגלל זה, לצערי, הם נבחרים לבמות הבינלאומיות, וחבל שכך. התחזית, מחר יש רבי. אלה החדשות שעורכת נווה וייס. JM and the AM, that's our news from Israel, of course. Rabbi Norman Listikin. Yes. Uh, when, when you said the name, it did sound familiar to me that he's, in fact, the rabbi. I'm just, the, uh, and if you read the story of why the shul is where it is, because the building that it was in got knocked down, they sold the building, but he had a lease. Very interesting. But it's, a, it's, it's really, 
I encourage anybody who uh, who wants to show up to show up. If you want to buy stock in uh, Will Trump Move the U.S. Embassy in Israel to Jerusalem in 2017 on Predicted.com, Predicted.org, uh, 30 cents for yes, 76 cents for no. Interesting. I was – what does that mean? That means the odds are that he's not going to Correct. Correct. I – until three, four days ago when they actually made announcement to the contrary, I thought I knew what he was going to do. I thought he was going to announce we're not moving the embassy right now, but David Friedman's going to work out of the consul in Jerusalem. Otherwise known as his house? Um, actually, but they announced the opposite. They announced, no, there's a, America has offices in Jerusalem. Offices, correct. Right. So, but they said he's actually going to not even live in his apartment in Jerusalem. He's going to live in um Herzlia. Oh, Herzlia. In the ambassador's residence. And work in the office in Tel Aviv. Um, what do Steven Tyler and David Friedman have in common? They were both at the Koto? Exactly. Nothing until two days ago. What do, what does um what do Bernie San- Sanders hair and every Democratic lips in Washington have in common? It's all fake. They're all yelling Comey. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Is Kevin it's from Cohen? Scott Adams. I I can't I'm just asking. I, I hope so. I emailed him asking him I wanna I wanna make a statement. Okay. It's your show. Um listen Get the to, camera's ready. Listener Devorah checked in. Really? She says she saw Semed Yelid live in Yad Bin Yamin and they're phenomenal. I would imagine. But the, you probably have to get him really quickly. Oh, can you go to the app? Because she wrote something in Hebrew that I just cannot read. I don't know why I can't see it on this end. It says, check out their something. Maybe that's the title of a song or something, or their album or video. They don't. Have, they only have a few singles. Well, there's one there that I think she's recommending. I just can't see it from here. Well, I, I can't see it here I either. see it. It's the second comment, the question, no. but it's broken up, so I don't know which is the first word and which is the second check word. It. Yeah, you know, so I actually try to download. It's another song the that they have. The first word is the shorter word. The Correct. Word I, the, the it's, word. Another, it's, a, it's, a, it's the other song that they have. That I actually tried to download yesterday from iTunes, um, and it went download, but I can try now. And by the way, to JM from Teaneck, yes, we did speak about Norpak this morning. We right. did wish everyone much Hatzlacha in their endeavor. We shout out to everyone on the Norpak buses from the multiple pickup areas. Is that today? Yes, yeah, it certainly today. is. Uh, multiple pickup areas in the New York, New Jersey area, and surrounding areas who are on their way now to Washington to advocate on behalf of Israel. We thank you, and we thank you for your support. You know, Miriam Wallach and I were impressed the other day by all the different things that are happening today in Washington. In addition, in addition to NORPAC, I remind you, Miriam, that today is the day that there are about uh, 25 Jewish organizations right. that are gathered for the 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem happening in the uh, Congressional Building in the Capitol Visitor Center in the Senate wing of that building. So shout out to everybody who's heading. A lot of people in the New York-Washington corridor today. A lot of people. All with Wi-Fi access who should be listening to JM and the AM and pledging. Yeah, they certainly should be. 212-529-4620 and fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And I want to take this opportunity to thank somebody who just pledged about a minute ago on our uh, fjbunity.org. This is a four-times high donation. And uh, it gets credited to, uh, let me just get to the second page here. It gets credited to um, to Norman Schloss. Norman Schloss, in honor of the upcoming bar mitzvahs of my twin grandchildren, Momo and Gavi Teller. 
That's it comes awesome. from Opa, Rabbi Norman Schloss, who is listening right now to JM and the AM in. Anybody want to guess the country? We'll, we'll go around the room. We'll start with Mark. Uh, Rabbi Schloss is in what country? Listening? Israel. Incorrect. Uh, Miriam, where is he right now? England. That's incorrect. But both of you don't even realize how close both of you were with those guests. Jamie, what country is he in, would you say? You have no <laughs> idea. Uh, Yoni, what yep. country would you say Rabbi Schloss is in? We've already had Israel that's incorrect. We've had, we've had uh, England that's incorrect. <laughs> He's not in Egypt. Anybody else with a guess? France. He's not in France. He's not in Canada. America. He's not in the United States, no. Italy. He's Buenos Aires. very close again for another reason. Buenos Aires. He's not in Buenos Aires. Anybody have That's a guess country. where Rabbi Schloss is listening right now? Yet another proof that no matter how obscure the country may be, Canada. you could listen in and you could donate. No offense to the to the country no. that we've just referenced to as obscure, not, but okay. Not Canada either. Australia. Not Australia. Not Antarctica. Slovakia. What are you playing By Risk? Way, How many place, countries are there? there, there <laughs> How did I, I actually looked it up. There's a place in Canada where Shabbos starts this Friday at 1.52. Wow. The phone's ringing. That is unbelievable. 1.52? Actually, no, no, no. It's the other time of the year. It's in the, uh, the earliest solstice. time it the could be in June. Right. It, it, early, I, uh, in I played December, this right. game Saturday night because at the Shabbos table, if you remember, or no, on the way to Shul on Shabbos. I had this Shabbos. whole thing on the, the, the Friday Live Lunch last week I did. Oh, really? On the way yeah. to Shul last Shabbos, we were discussing... Uh, how late Shabbos is over in England right now because right. it's getting to the middle of June. And and on Saturday night, I looked up all the different times, and the latest sunset was 9.30, so you right. figure it's about 10.15. So I latest, found uh, a f- – I just looked on in on the East Coast. Oh. Cuba. No, not in Cuba. I just looked on the East Coast to see what the swing was right. within a single time zone, the earliest Shabbos and the latest 409, Shabbos. 809. Uh, Our right. swing in New York is 49809. Well, correct. That's just in New York, right. 49809. Don't you have somebody on the phone? Yes, we're going to get to him in a second. But okay. that's even on the yes, same Ms. week. Di- yes, Miss Diet Coke, we have somebody on the phone. On the same week. <laughs> that was before seven. The 49809 is over the course of the year. Right. But within a given week. Ten minutes. Uh, no, it's much more than that. It's about four and a half hours. Meaning that there's a place on the you lost me there, about there is a place in the eastern time, time zone, in the eastern time zone where Shabbos this week begins at four o'clock, and there's a place in this week in oh, the correct. eastern time zone correct. where Shabbos this week begins at you know eight thirty quarter to nine. Correct. So that's what I was. Gotcha. Uh, we have a special guest with us live via telephone. When he heard that, saved me a trip for lunch today. When we when he heard that we I had opened when he heard that we had opened up our fundraising season, and that today on Wednesday the seventeenth of May we were really uh, moving things forward in earnest. He uh, made sure to uh, come by, uh, drop off some delicious breakfast and lunch. And uh, as he knows, and as we know, um, uh, many people are going to be enjoying the delicious lunch coming up. It's our friend Kevin Conan, who we know for a variety of reasons. We know him from Eden Walk. Mm-hmm. We know him from Petopia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know him now uh, as the uh, proprietor at the Sushi Donut Shop mm-hmm. at 43 East 34th Street. We also know him. Because of Buffalo to go at 369. He can't keep up with all these restaurants he has at 369 West 34th Street. Kevin Conan, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning. Thank you, Nachum. First of all, thank you again for your generosity and all your support and enthusiasm. It's much appreciated. I have the solution to my wing problem, by the way. Can we just hear back from Kevin for a second? (laughs) Thank you very much, Kevin. I wanted to hear the solution. (laughs) Go ahead. Way to legitimize Mark there, Kevin. Say that again. Rubber gloves. Rubber gloves. Correct. If what, when he, he sold wings, 
No, it's not the necessarily that it, you're making a mess, but it, it it's when you eat the wings from Buffalo to go, you're very involved in eating the wings. And if you had rubber gloves, you'd be able to sort of transition back from eating the wings in a more... I'm not sure that walking into Kevin's shop and seeing 50, 50 consumers, you know, sitting with plastic gloves on <laughs> is that way to sell more inventory. But... Most people take out, but I hear what you're saying. Okay. Now. Kevin? What's your favorite <laughs> flavor of the wings? Which is the one you like? The truth is I love the plain wings. I'm a very, you know, I'm a very simple person because i'm very into the sweet teriyaki the sweet teriyaki is excellent too. if i ate wings i would go for chili lime right. um, anybody we, going to be we, we're not interested are you making me tofu wings kevin no tofu wings oh. thank you kevin even during the nine days kevin you know what i always say keep her out of even our restaurants oh. kevin you know what yeah. i always say keep her out of our restaurants simple as that <laughs> i thought uh, she was a say it again she was a good customer thank you well, occasionally, if she can find something that she actually wants to eat. Are you then. kidding me? The whole Poke Bar is my calling. Then, at Pitopia, you get a free can of soda with the purchase of falafel, grilled chicken, or a chicken snitchel sandwich, and that happens at 369 West 34th Street as well, as well as Buffalo to go. Then, the Poke Bar that you just mentioned mm -hmm. is an unbelievable array it's the best. of delicious uh, salads and fish and uh, a whole variety of things that go into a, a great uh, It's actually the best. A great meal. And now the Sushi Donut Shop at 43 East 34th Street. Kevin, uh, tell me about the uh, – tell me how you dreamt up this one. <laughs> it's actually an internet of food craze is uh, the Sushi Donut. It's the newest thing out there. And uh, we try to capitalize on that. Well, it's uh, it's absolutely – are we Facebook living it? When we Facebook live in a couple of minutes, the first thing we're going to do is show the whole world what this donut looks like. It looks like a donut. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It looks like a donut. It's actually sushi, and uh, it looks absolutely delicious. So thank you very much. Did I miss any restaurants? Did I cover all of them? Uh, you covered all of them. I got them all. And as somebody, who, as somebody who works in the neighborhood of both of those restaurants and a frequent uh, um, per, uh, frequent customer yeah. of both, they're all really amazing. Yeah, there you and go. the service is great, too. Hey, Kevin knows there's only one complaint I have about any of his restaurants. How many years are you owning restaurants, Kevin? Uh, 20. I have, <gasps> I've had one complaint in 20 years, and he knows what it is. They're not one the lower complaint. Side? No, the chairs. Correct. <laughs> he, he, took out, he took out my chairs at Eden Walk and replaced them with these fancy schmancy 2017 contraptions. Right. Can you just leave a folding chair in the corner for him, Kevin, if you don't mind? That apparently, I offered that. <laughs> he did offer that, by the way. And by the did. way, you can get away with it because the tables are all higher right. tables. Well, so yes. you can I, sit in a regular sized chair and still eat at the higher table. Correct. Or, oh. I, or I can do what I normally do, and that is stand for dinner. Right. <laughs> right. Or just complain. <laughs> There's that. Uh, but I think it says a lot. A guy is in business for 20 years. And I've been able to find one thing wrong with what he's done. I mean, that's a pretty big compliment. And frankly. by the way, you've gotten the kale salad, the kale as a base at the poke bar a number of times, and you've enjoyed it. Yes. Kevin, I have no that's clue what it silly. is, but boy, did I enjoy it. It's just <laughs> silly. It's delicious. Anyway, sushi, donut shop, poke bar, plenty of catering, and a whole bunch of great food, including the. Is the Thursday night buffet still in, uh, in session? Yes. That all, uh, happen that all happens at 43 East 34th Street, Petopia. And the Buffalo to go, you will find at um, at three sixty nine West thirty fourth Street. And uh, Kevin, as usual, we thank you. Kevin, is the third is the Thursday night buffet a real single scene? Mm. Um, I don't know if it's a single thing, but it's a very uh, popular event. Yoni Pollock has just indicated that it's a very big <laughs> single scene. He's heard. He's, He's he, heard. He says that people from Uptown and people from Brookdale Hall get together and have a little party there every Thursday night. I've been there on a Thursday night. Oh yeah. That's shocking, oh, Pollock. Oh. That's shocking. Kevin, I thank you. Be well. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Have a great day. There he is.
Kevin is supporting us again. He certainly is. In this case, by providing delicious uh, food and uh, encouragement and enthusiasm. Hey, there's a fundraising marathon going on. We're trying to raise as much money as possible to keep the Nahum Single Network and JMNAM going for another year. Have you yet chimed in at 212-529-4620? 212-529-4620 and given your pledge? Have you pledged on the web at fjbunity.org? fjbunity.org? Have you sent your envelope back so that we'll find it uh, in our uh, FJB offices and be able to count it as part of our fundraising marathon this week? Uh, please do one of those things, or more if you wish, uh, 212-529-4620, and again, fjbunity.org. A lot of people have favorite moments of this radio show. Um, you know, Some may look back at our trip to Venice, uh, where we certainly cer- one of mine. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Certainly one of mine. Yeah, where we where we not only did great radio programming, but where we were responsible for an amazing Jewish music event. Something I guarantee you is not going to be happening in Venice for quite a while. We touched people. Yeah. No. Yes. Question. Uh, this, in fact, I saw some great photos yesterday. I was looking at in the front room that literally from that from that night, uh, because we went on the air and did uh, some radio Even after the guy that. in the green sweater was smiling. <laughs> not that guy. There was that one guy. Oh, right. Remember that guy? <laughs> yes, that guy who just would not smile. The whole place is dancing, and this guy just would not smile until who grabbed him? The rabbi. We sent no? somebody. No, we, no, we sent so somebody. It was, been, oh, it's uh, Itzik Yeah, right. We sent, was it Itzik? Fadina yeah, yeah, sent for, Itzik. Oh, get that my guy. God. Get that that guy. was awesome. And he brought him into the circle, yeah, and yeah. this guy belligerently had to smile. I think what happened was his fiance made him go to the Of yeah, course. Exactly. You can tell that. We've all seen that scene. <laughs> I've all been, been in that scene. Exactly. <laughs> I, we've lived that scene 30 times. And he had no interest in being there. I will not be happy. I will not smile. I will not be happy. That was that guy. Yeah, it was awesome. So please. Uh, if that was your favorite moment of the year, or if you had another favorite moment of the year, now's a good time to uh, remind yourselves and remind us by calling 212-529-4620 and by logging on to fjbunity.org. Mordechai Shapiro is one of the artists that we've introduced to you through JM and the AM. He's on right now. Again, it's 212-529-4620 to support JM and the AM, and you can go to the web at fjbunity.org.
JM in the AM, 212-529-4620. I'm told her by Schloss is with us. We'll go to him in a second. That's Mordechai Shapiro. Support us, Fundraising Marathon 2017, 212-529-4620. And, of course, fjbunity.org. Rabbi Schloss, uh, good morning. Do not reveal where you are, please. How are you, sir? Top of the morning, doing well. Oh, why'd you say that? Too good of a hint. Um, all right, so Rabbi Schloss is somewhere. We have not yet revealed the country. There is a great hint. May I give the hint, Rabbi Schloss? Sure. The hint is that we that we discussed a topic this morning that he directly deals with on a daily basis. And that is the topic we discussed this morning is sitting right in front of Mark Zomick. Coke? iPhone? Oh. Coca-Cola. Oh. Now, does anybody know where Oh, was? so he came, didn't he come to the marathon a couple of years ago? Very possible. We'll ask him in a second once yeah. you tell us where he's Ireland. Going. Ireland, very wow. good. Wow. Rabbi Schloss, you're in Ireland right now, right? Yes, I am. A lot of people in Ireland tuned into us right now. Am I correct? I came to the marathon with my brother-in-law, Noah Gorak. Wow. How long ago was that? About 10 years ago? No, nah, three years ago. Oh, huh. <laughs> wow. You're good. Before Noah, before, before Noah moved to Atlanta. Noah's in Atlanta now? Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. I got to look him up next time. I'm Which school does he go to? Uh, Kabad. Interesting. How long are you going to be in Ireland? You're there now until when? I'm here for two weeks. Tell me the secret. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm here totally at about 15 weeks out of the year. Can we get the secret formula out of you? Could you tell us how to make our own Coca-Cola in our backyard? Then I have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the only human being who knows the secret ingredients in Coca-Cola? I'd have to kill you for that, too. Wow. I don't think there are secret ingredients, by the way. You, you just you, think it's a ploy? You can't give me the formula. You're, are you the only one who knows the formula? And you can't even tell me if you're the only no. one who knows it? No, I'm not. Are you, are you, do you know it? Do you know the secret formula? By the way, even if he had the formula, not, the formula is take 4 billion gallons of water. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot answer on the grounds that might incriminate me. What city in Ireland are you in right now? Balena. What? Balena. How far is that from Dublin? Three-hour drive on the wrong side of the road. Do you know the first? Do you know the first chief rabbi of Israel was from Dublin? Sure, sure. That's right. By the way, we uh, last night I was able to Omer ten forty-five last night. What wow. happened? What Omer. Omer. Oh, you couldn't count before ten forty-five. I couldn't count. Chase uh, Kukum was ten forty-five. This Shabbos, Shabbos will be over. I would time. never count Sphere with a bracha. Around that time, about ten forty. Ten forty Shabbos is over. Yeah. Wow. So no movies Saturday night, huh? Ten forty. <laughs> no, yeah, no. but movies Friday afternoon. <laughs> you know what? You know when my kids, my kids would want. Thank you. My kids would want to know what time the pizza store is open. <laughs> he doesn't have to know the ingredient. He doesn't have to know the formula to be able to have a hashkach on it. He has to supervise what comes into the building. They might bring bring a lot of extra stuff in the building that they're not going to use just to fake them out. Fake out, break out. Um, sushi Donut on Facebook Live. Where? Where is it? Well, there's Facebook Live. The Sushi Donut is... Jamie Ayoni has one. If you go to Facebook Live right now, you can uh, see the Sushi Donuts that are uh, prevalent in the Nahum Single Network studios at the moment. And Pollock. <laughs> you can also get your own by going to 34th Street, right? Correct. Yes. You go, if you walk into Eden Walk on 34th Street, you'll see the Sushi Donut stand. On the yep. barren campus of Yeshiva University. Well, across the street. Right. Least. 
Uh, Not officially on the well, I think that whole right. Murray Hill section is considered the Barron campus. I guess. I think people would like to consider it the whole <laughs> campus. <laughs> I was reading the commentator uh, yesterday and um, a number of articles about um, outgoing President Joel. And it's uh, we never referred to campuses by name. It was Stern and Yeshiva College. Right. I still don't William. remember which one's which. Right. I'm like, is it's, that Midtown? Right. No, yeah. Wilf and Barron is now they refer to it all as Wilf and Barron. It's right. interesting. Right. Um, when, we know the Wilfs. Correct. Wilfs are supporters of this program. Correct. What was the um, What was the name of the campus when we were there? Up Danziger. Very good. Wow. The Danziger campus with the Danziger quadrangle. Yes, Remember the, the quadrangle? quadrangle. This is like walk on. this is like the most on. annoying game of Jeopardy I've ever heard in my entire life. And the Tannenbaum Hall. Tannenbaum Hall, right? Oh, okay, guys. The principal of MTA used to always use the proper names of. Uh, of the all the buildings yeah, and all the organizations, he kept he 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 insisted on referring to the Union of Orthodox Congregations of America as the UO, <laughs> which they did in the fifties right, and sixties. Yeah. The UO, the UO, yeah. Or there was the Circle U. Remember, they a lot of people called it the that Circle U in the seventies. People called it the Circle U. Yeah, those were the days, my friend. Were they? Now that we've reminisced, right? Uh, two one two five two nine four six twenty. You can tell us anything, but you could certainly leave us a, a nice donation at that number. Can we do a tour, or we should tease the tour. All right, no. Let's, you want to do the tour now? Or oh. Should we go to our Goldwasser first? What should we do? I don't know. Yoni has a piece what of time paper. Is it seven twenty? Well, Yoni has just handed me a piece of paper that the uh, Mizrahi of the Lower East Side, uh, in honor of uh, Nahum's support of the state of Israel, has just donated one hundred dollars. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you to the Mizrahi, to the Nasi, and the Rabbanit, and uh, to everybody that's uh, associated with the Mizrahi, Apollo Mizrahi of the East Side. Can I just say my favorite Mizrahi story? I hope it's one that... At Corin Publishers? Yes, go right ahead. Okay, so we're at Corin Publishers, and we're doing, you know, we're reviewing our relationship with them, and blah, 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 and all of a sudden, and they start talking about the Yomatzma Utmachser, and Nahum starts talking about how much he loves it, etc., and how they use it at the Mizrahi, and all of a sudden, he starts going on about the Nasi. It's the Nasi, and I spoke to the Nasi, and the Nasi loves it, and whatever, and all of the Israelis at the table are frozen. They're frozen, and I'm like, okay, I, I don't mean to interrupt this meeting, but he doesn't actually refer to the Nasi of the state of Israel. This is the Nasi of his shul that has about 22 members. Nasi for life, yeah. Right. I said, so they're like, oh, I'm like, right, and Tanakhum, he was just talking about the Nasi. It was, of course, the Nasi. The is nasi. he descended from, I'm just trying to think what his name was, Rabbi Rakefet mentioned an arf in Israel like a couple generations ago who's involved in Hebrew in some way. Don't like there was like a connection in my head that popped up that maybe it was. Don't I have to know. go find out. I have to go figure out which year it was. Jamie's uh, leading our Facebook Live presentation. Go to Nahum Single Network and you can see the Facebook Live right now in our studio during our I Wednesday. we should do the studio tour after Robert Goldwasser. And we will do the studio tour after Robert Goldwasser. Plenty more coming up. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechanishmas Harav Zebin of Yosef Alevi and Esther Basar of Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. The Torah emphasizes that everything we have is given to us by Hashem. It's given to us in order that we use it for tzedakah and chesed. In describing the mitzvah of tzedakah, the Torah uses the word vechazakta. You will support and give encouragement to the recipient. A righteous man who gave tzedakah generously was once on a ship that sank out at sea. Rabbi Akiva witnessed the incident and came to the basin to testify that he saw the ship go down. The wife was surely a widow who was free to marry. In the interim, the husband returned home, 
Rabbi Akiva told him that he had personally seen the ship sink. How is it that he's still alive? Who raised you from the sea? The man replied that he was drowning in the depths of the sea. However, there was a tumult among the waves. One said to the other, Hurry, lift this man up from the sea. Carry him to safety. Because he gave stucca throughout his life. This morning, we are talking about one of the most important causes in Klau Yisrael, supporting the morning program and the 24-hour network is one of the greatest things that we can do to be mekarav achenu b'nei Yisrael, to reach out and bring all of those close to Hashem, close to Torah and close to mitzvahs. It is the fact that Nachum has gone day in and day out without stopping, without interruption, over the past decades, to bring the very best in Jewish programming, in Torah programming, to Achenu B'nai Yisrael. I will never, ever forget one young boy, a special boy, that came to one of the events that we had in our shul. He asked me if I would give special regards to Nachum Siegel, and I said to him, Of course. Do you know Nachum? He said, Not exactly. So I said, What do you mean? He says, Well, Nachum talks to me every day. I listen to him. And whenever he reminds us about different things, I feel he's talking to me because I'm always not great at remembering. So I feel. He is my very special friend. I ask everybody today, in the schus of all that Nachum does in this world, support the program, give generously. The tzedakah that we give is a schus. It's a merit for us for our entire lives. Thank you. Can't thank Rabbi Goldwasser enough for those words. Two one two five two nine four six twenty to support JM in the AM and to uh, and to do what Rabbi Goldwasser just asked that everybody does. Uh, support us, give generously. Two one two five two nine four six twenty. You can also log on now to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and participate in that way. Those are donations that we see on the spot. We just got one now. If I may share it with both Mark Zamek and Miriam Wallach and our staff. We just received a um, donation from Yaakov Farbowitz of $100. Yaakov Farbowitz, in honor of uh, their, uh, in honor of um, the sixth wedding anniversary, he and his wife celebrating their sixth wedding anniversary, a donation to us here at JM in the AM. You just heard uh, Rabbi Schloss from Ireland. There's so many people tuned in from around the world. We've already counted among our supporters people in New Mexico, believe it or not, people in Australia who have checked in during this fundraiser while we did the soft portion of our fundraiser earlier this week. And uh, there are a lot of people out there, whether it's Florida or Maryland or Illinois, um, other countries around the world, Israel, of course, who are listening right now as we speak to you. And we'd love, we'd appreciate greatly if you'd give and support JM the AIM. You know, one of the things, Mark Zomick and Miriam Wallach, that we've done is shortened the fundraiser. You know, it used to be two weeks that we'd be on the air. Remember those days, two whole weeks? Yeah, it feels like like last year. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't think I was there the first. No, I did. Yeah, the, we gave me a few days off at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, we exempted you. It was more like I'm not coming in the first week. Somebody else better cover. 
Is that how it worked? Yes. And there was the day that Matis was sick and during the second week and I had to cover the calculator. Which I have to be honest, I'm still. It's still your Facebook page. I'm still. Uh, I know because Cruder got a great shot of me getting that one major pledge. What's the story with the calculator? Is there an outfit that uh, is associated with uh, the Nahum Single Network that wants their uh, that wants their name associated with that famous calculator? There seems to be explicit interest by one particular outfit. Hmm. I know that's the one, the black blouse with the. Exactly, oh, with the detailing. Not. So we might name our calculator. We might rename our calculator this fundraiser. That would be cool. Right, but if there's someone else, as it has not yet officially been grabbed, right. if there's someone else- It hasn't else, even been brought in yet. That's true. But if somebody else is thoroughly interested, that's they should email true. me. Not true. The calculator's here. It's on Jamie's desk. Is it on Jamie's yeah. desk? Yeah. Well, the calculator is only the official calculator if it's at the end of Matis's fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's hands don't count. Mott this call in at 212-529-4620. Reminder, we're in Israel next week. Centerpiece of our big uh, Yom Yushalayim week in Israel will be the Yom Yushalayim program with our friends at Amit happening on the balcony of Eisha Torah in Jerusalem overlooking Harabayat. We are looking forward to the entire week and especially celebrating 50 years of the reunification of Jerusalem. Keep us going. Let us continue to provide such special programming for you and for the entire world. Uh, those of you who don't hear it, don't hear it. Somebody just messaged me that maybe I should start referring to people by their complete names instead of Cruder and Pollock. <laughs> That's a good idea. And I, I mean, because I call Fertig also Fertig. Is, is it possible that, that person's uh, first initial is M? Is it, that, yes, and it's yeah. possible that we've asked that person to call in. Yeah, and is it possible? <laughs> is it possible that he pointed that out to both of us after the OU show, the community oh, fair? No, I don't. After remember. the community fair, Matis calls me. He says, "You know, guys, you cannot refer to Yodi as Pollock <laughs> on the air. You just can't do it." But one second, but there is a reason why you would refer to Cruder as only Cruder. Because our 17 oh, mayors true. associated 17 with mayors. Right, plus yeah. Cruder Photography. That's yeah. how he's known. Right. Matis, is that you? It sure is. <laughs> I just revealed what you had said to me uh, off the air after the OU Community Show. That's fine, because I just texted the same to Miriam. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. <laughs> when I heard the nature of the oh, text. on a delay. <laughs> when I heard the nature of the text, I said it must be Matis that said that text. Right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Matityahu, true or false, it cannot be a calculator named for a an outfit, a company, an organization, unless you are there with your fingers typing on that calculator. Well, I don't know. The precedent, I guess, is uh, Air Force One, which is uh, not designated Air Force One unless the president is Gosh. actually on board. Gaya. And any aircraft, any aircraft nice. that on which the president is on board, even if it's like a little Cessna, is officially designated Air Force One. Yeah, do you know, you know where I learned, learned that? that? In, in Air Force movie. One. Correct, that movie with Harrison Ford. Correct. That was the best line in the that movie. That was the best right. thing. That, what? that yeah. at the end of the movie when Harrison Ford... Naval Aircraft 2500 is now Air Force One. Right, oh, and I you don't realize it. that it's a legal... Deter- not, I mean, official determination. Right. The, the line actually is uh, something along the lines of it's now call- changing its call sign. Right. right. Uh, of course whatever. he does, because it's a great movie. And by the way, what's the other great line from that movie? Get off my plane. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. A cinema review here at the Nautilus exactly. Cable Network. By the way, speaking of planes, it seems that El Al has now purchased these Dreamliners. Yeah. Which, of course, I am not, you I, and I are never going to see. I am, not, I am not counting my chickens before they hatch. No, no, no. Comes, first of all, first of all, LL. that will be the answer to the question, how many... How many People, can you fit on a Dreamliner? <laughs> What's the maximum? Maximum occupancy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is there a legal limit? 
We I'm sure we can fit in a couple more people. I'm sorry, we can't take off. I mean, El Al has been so good to so many people in so many emergency situations, but it's impossible well, not I to make say, fun of their customers. Look who their customers are. That's the problem. Right, but it's, no, it's no a, one's, that's no not one's true. making fun. That's not true. No one's making fun. The El Al chairperson's mother said, you can't take them in the air. It looks too nice on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's good where it is. I want you to know that this week when Stephen and I were, were flying back from, Cal- actually last week when we were flying to California, we landed and the gate wasn't ready at LAX, so we had time on the tarmac. <laughs> yeah. But meanwhile, they are, these fly- poor flight attendants are yelling at people to sit down that we are an active taxiway. And I look at Stephen, I'm like, we're not on an LL flight. <laughs> well, you know that joke, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. I don't joke. share it, Mark. Oh, you got uh, a joke. God. <laughs> For those- please sit yes. down. Please sit down. Please sit down. Well, we thank you. We're now pulling up to our gate in Jerusalem. For those of you standing in the aisles, have a happy Hanukkah. Right. To those of you sitting <laughs> in your seats, have a Merry Christmas. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I want you to know that at the beginning... <laughs> See, but it's still funny. You can't criticize him telling the joke if you're going to laugh at it. <laughs> no, I just didn't believe you didn't know that joke. That's all. I just didn't remember, but it's still a good one. It is a good one. Yes. Uh, 212-529-4620, org. You want to support JM and the AM and keep us going for another year. Uh, another one has just come through on our website. I want to thank Tracy and Robert Kirsch in honor of Mark Zomick and Mayor oh, Weingarten. Wow. Kirsch is our a, favorite. A three times high donation. And if you go to Young Israel of Teaneck, you'll see the Kirsch's, right? Generally, absolutely. There you go. So we say thank you to them as these donations. And I love the fact that we're able to see these donations as they happen. And can thank people immediately. Uh, two one two five two nine. Since our last marathon, they um, they married two children. Wow! Yeah, boy, oh boy, I'll tell you, wow. a lot Stuff of great simplers out there. Yeah. Thank God. Two one two five two nine four six twenty or fjbunity.org. And that was not the song I was planning on playing. Give me a second, Matas, you still there? Yes, I am. You think you think you can kill about twenty seconds? <laughs> there we go.
knocks at my door Oh, he still comes around He changed his name, but I can hear his sound Knock, knock, Pharaoh's at my door He's bringing slavery To tie my hands, to blind my eyes to see But I've got a little bit of Moses in me I've got the power want to thank all those who have encouraged us, uh, and there are a lot of people who have encouraged us since we went all digital back in December. Much appreciated. People are listening not only uh, during 6 and 9 Eastern time, but uh, very often people are listening to this program later in the day through archives and, of course, listening to our live programming throughout the entire day uh, that we're able to provide on a regular basis, including today. There'll be a live lunch being done by uh, Avrami today. That'll happen starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. 
Uh, there'll be a um, there'll be a great mix of great music. There'll be a bite size episode with uh, Yoni Pollock. Do we have the uh, interviews for bite size to promote, uh, Mr. Pollock? You want to join us for a moment and uh, tell us what to expect? Um, he'll join us coming up. He'll let us know what to expect today on Bite Size at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, right after JM in the AM. There's a lot going on. Oh, by the way, I want to wish a Mazel Tov. Today's the Maya Notebot Mitzvah. Um, there are two 90-year-old women that they are celebrating their bar mitzvah. Nice. Yeah, at Maya Note. They got the sign-in boards. They got everything. There are neighbors down there in uh, Teaneck. TABC neighbors. TABC neighbors. Yeah. And you're, now you're, Yeshiva Ratid neighbors. Here are your neighbors. Yeshiva Ratid, Maya Note, Teaneck Doghouse, <laughs> Dougie's. <laughs> well, a whole host of uh, probably 15 restaurants. Well, remember no remember my statistic. If you stand in the middle of West Englewood Avenue, you are a two-minute walk from 18 kosher establishments. That's cool. Which is unbelievable. Actually, the um, head of school from Yeshiva uh, Tid in Teaneck approached me over the weekend seeing if we could close the street, close the Amsterdam Avenue permanently, and only open it a couple times a day for a carpool so they could make it a park or something. Amsterdam meaning the street between the two schools. Indeed. It's only one of two streets that goes through that area, though. Right, That's Amsterdam, I'm trying, but at the end of the day... Uh, I, it's obviously not going to be possible building a building apartment house there. It's going to be right. sort of the street to come around. But um, it was just interesting. He was approaching me in two of my roles. One as the, a member of the TNEC planning board. Are you a member of the board? Indeed. So if I wanted to build a uh, an NSN uh, adjunct studio in TNEC, I'd have to go to you. No, you'd have to go to the chairman of that committee. And that would be? Joey Budden. <laughs> okay. Get Joey on the phone. I want to hear what he has to say. Two one two five two. I missed the last meeting. Let's not call attention to it. Two one two five two nine four six twenty. That's how you donate. That's how you reach us. And if you're Joey Bodner, that's how you go on the air right now for a little bit of a conversation about my dream plan for Teaneck, New Jersey. And um, you can also go to fjbunity.org, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, fjbunity.org, and support us as well. <clears throat> and participate in that way in our fundraiser. We should do our studio tour. Uh, studio tour. Are we ready to go back to Facebook Live? All right. Jamie's going to put us on Facebook Live. Mark's going to do the studio tour. It's 10 minutes before the hour. It is the perfect time for you to see the inner workings. The uh, the inner, uh, what's the word? Who do you have? Oh. Line one, two, three, four, five. It's not lit up. What line do we need? One. Um, Jamie's going to be setting up Facebook Live studio tour conducted by Mark Zamek coming up. I want to welcome the founder of the Manhattan Jewish Experience, who has joined us many times on these airwaves, has been a very enthusiastic supporter of the work that JMNAM does, and we've been very enthusiastic supporters of the work the Manhattan Jewish Experience does. Uh, those of you who tuned in uh, a week or two ago, Rabbi Wilds was with us and described what was going on during the week of Yom HaShoah and all the programming that was going on. It's incredible the numbers of people uh, that he and his staff are attracting to their varied programming. Rabbi Mark Wilds, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor and a pleasure, and I just wanted to wish you, uh, I just wanted to wish you, Nachum, many, many continued years of continued growth and nachas and joy and success in your amazing work. I want to make a donation on behalf of the Manhattan Jewish Experience and encourage everybody uh, to donate to uh, JM and the AM and to Nachum Siegel Network because you are doing 
incredible work, incredibly important work, informing the public of Jewish ongoings and just stuff happening that people need to know about, and just being a positive force in our lives each and every morning as we wake up. And uh, I want to make a donation of $360 on behalf of the Manhattan Jewish Experience. Uh, we love what you do, we listen to you, and I want to encourage other people to do the same. And bless you that you should go, Michael Ochail, from strength to strength, Nachum. Rabbi Wilds, I can't thank you enough. Do you have another minute? I, I don't know what your morning schedule is. Sure. Yeah, because, first of all, 20 times high, thank you, and everybody out there, follow the example of the Manhattan Jewish Experience. Please support us at 212-529-4620. You can go to the web at fjbunity.org. You know, we, we I know I've asked this question in a, in a variety of ways uh, over the last uh, half a year or so when you've been on, um, but I'm, I'm just taking it from a different angle. You know, in New York City, in Manhattan especially, it is so easy for a Jewish person to be anonymous. You know, you go to a small town in the, in, you know, somewhere in this country, especially if there's only one synagogue in town, it is very hard to hide, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, none, and nonetheless, with this vast, uh, with this vast area uh, where it's so easy, again, to become anonymous uh, and to stay anonymous and to completely, unfortunately, disavow any association with the Jewish community, you, with the name Manhattan Jewish Experience, have been able to attract hundreds and thousands over the years to explore their Jewish heritage. How do you explain being in an area where it's so easy not to be a Jew to encourage people to actually be Jewish? Uh, very simple. First of all, it's an amazing, um, astute observation. Uh, unfortunately, even if you live amongst so many of your Jewish brothers and sisters, like so many people do in New York City, you can get so, so easily lost. Right. Uh, so I think that's totally true, and I see it all the time. Once people get a little taste of the beauty of Judaism and what it feels to be part of a community and to count and to matter, and that when you don't show up, somebody notices and realizes and calls you up and say, hey, is everything okay? Um, I mean, there's just nothing, there's just nothing like that. Um, and people are in desperate need, as far as I'm concerned, of community, of people who care about them. Uh, we deal with a lot of young Jewish professionals, you know. Uh, they're coming to uh, not only search for God, but to search for each other and to have an opportunity to uh, network. And, uh, you know, the, the, the Jewish community, we take care of each other. So people will come and realize they just lost a job, but if they show up at the Kiddush, they may meet somebody who introduces them to someone else, or whether it's a match, it's a shidduch. Um, I, I think at the end of the day, when people realize the power of the community and how much we can do for each other by just caring a little. Uh, it, it's gonna, it, it, it has, it, it does, you know, it, it brings people out of the woodwork and it keeps them connected because they see the value. It is pretty remarkable. I do want to remind everybody that the Manhattan Jewish experience is reserving August 5th through the 14th for an amazing uh, trip for those in their twenties and thirties to Israel. It's called the Jewish experience journey uh, to Israel. Go to jewishexperience.org slash Israel-trip, jewishexperience.org slash Israel-trip. MJE, the Manhattan Jewish Experience, hosts it and uh, has brought hundreds of people to Israel uh, for a, an awe-inspiring uh, experience over the years. And we wish you best of luck with that. Thank you again for all your support and your kind words and continued success, my Wilds. 100%, and you should have continued success, and everyone else should continue to donate and support this amazing program. Thank you. Thank you very much. 20 times high from the Manhattan Jewish Experience. Big thank you to Rabbi Mark Wilds from all of us here at JM in the AM. I was about to call you Rabbi Zamek. Uh, Mark um, Zamek. i got enough issues. Um, 
I know Rabbi Wilds probably for 35 years. Yeah, we know him a long time. And you know how people age? He, he doesn't. doesn't. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. I'm going to ask Miriam Wallach to please read that donation that just came through, fjbunity.org. Miriam, is that a nice donation you have in front of you? I I mean, it's a lovely donation. All right. I'm wondering why it's I- It's white and it's black. It's, I mean, is it Dafka for me? No, but you just pulled it out of the machine. Oh, I figured, oh, I was like confused. I figured let's hear it immediately. Oh, it's I'm like confused the old days. because I'm sure Michael Leff is lovely. I just don't know him <laughs> personally. So I didn't know where this was coming from. But anyway, it's a $100 donation from Michael Leff in honor of his two daughters, Shoshi and Shandy, from Mommy and Abba. Thank you very much. Beautiful. That's Thank really you a much. throwback. Meaning? Take the pledge, read it, go run to the microphone and read it on the air. Right. Get it stamped. I'm in back in Froberg oh, Hall. Wow. Yeah, those wow. Can we, by the way, I, I don't know if we, um, if you took a moment to just remember a few people who are not joining us at the marathon please. this year. Um, oh, oh, you're pleasing, James. Oh, okay. Um, is that first of all, as we sit here and everyone's going to get their Facebook tour of the studio. Right. Uh, in a little bit, we notice all of the pictures that were taken by Mr. Deer. Oh, boy. Over the God knows how many years, and how he left an indelible impression on anyone who was involved in the marathon, anyone who met him in general. I mean, I remember we ran into somebody from B&H who was like, oh, you know Mr. Deer? I said, of course we know Mr. Deer. And um, and he had been taking classes, photography classes at B and H, and so they knew him regularly. You know where that happened, by the way. That happened at the You're Shul on Thirty Fourth Street. No, that I don't think. So. Oh, did it? Yes, correct. I know, but he was still around then. Correct. You know, you know when it happened after he had gone already. Um, you know, I don't know if you're not going to remember this. I remember the last time. When? I just now. I'm just saying. I remember. No, yeah. but the last time. No. Was um, in Fabiwood. Remember that guy came over to me? Oh, right. And he said, and he said, what thousands? And I, I had to give oh, the unfortunate right. news that he had passed away. But he had taken classes there. Correct. Right. Right. He had taken there. photography classes at B&H. Can if I, you, by the way, if you go to B&H to take a photography class, Petopia right across the street. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all Shameless you know. plug. <laughs> I remember when, when we did the baseball trips, Mark Zabig used to say oh, yeah. to me, you take care of the tickets. You take no, care of the I, know. You, I took care of the baseball tickets. Right. Can we focus on one Mark. second. I'll tell you why. Mark. Mark, I was working for an advertising agency. We didn't pay for anything. You took care of the plane tickets. Who got the tickets to San Diego? I don't remember. I, I thought I got all the tickets. No, you did not get all the tickets. I well, that, you didn't get those Comerica Park tickets that, in the that you provide. That, Montes, those years, if you're no, listening and you but, could just drive in you, now, that'd be great. But you said to me, "You take care of X, Y, Z. I will make sure we have food at every because right. that was the most important thing." Oh, we stopped at Ken's. Remember oh, we that? weren't even going to Chicago. Focus. That was great. Um. The best way I could sum up the memory of Mr. Deer is as follows. I was asked at the Shloshim Kiddush from Mr. Deer at the aforementioned Mizrahi mm-hmm. to tell a few stories about him. And I had an entire list, which I went through, and there were so many more stories I could have told. That's, that sums it up. I mean, he there's so many things that he did, so many gestures. So, Did he give you dollars? Uh, I I was just about to say that he gave us dollars every Erev Shabbos, the two Fridays during the marathon, to make sure that we gave stucco when we lit candles. But what was funny is that one of the Fridays, I had brought one of my girls with me. And she she nervously came over to me afterwards, and she's like, um, that old man over there just gave me money? I'm like, right, no, no, it's fine. It's totally fine. Um, my girls bench lift with me. You know, we all light. But um, but it was it, it was a great feeling to be in his presence 
and numerous photographs around this room were oh, are to his credit. Do you ever get the call at uh, 6.07 in the morning? Ah, oh, wait, wait, wait. Is that you knew when you were a sub, right. when you were a JM and the AM sub, there were two things that had to happen in order for you to have a Mazel Dicka show. One, Mazel Dicka show. Yeah, a great to you. Mazel Dicka show. Is that the one <laughs> is that Mr. Deer had to call. And if Mr. Deer didn't call, number one, you were nervous. And number two, right. you knew that the show was going to be bad. But there was um, there was something very comforting in his presence, something very comforting to all of us. And certainly um, his not being a part of everything that we do in terms of the marathon is a loss. Steve Cohen uh, gave in his honor. I mean, Mr. Deer was his official or unofficial photographer. He gave in his honor during this fundraiser. I believe it was a 10 times high donation. We thank him for that. And we remember Mr. Israel Shia Deer. Um, it was really very sudden what had happened to him. He, uh, he had, a, he had a stroke suddenly and then days later he was gone, uh, back in January of 2016. And, uh, we remember him fondly. And like you say, uh, almost every picture here, uh, in some ways attributed to him. He was at all our events. One of my favorite pictures of me and Matas up there on the top is a Mr. Deer special. Yeah, that's correct. And yeah. also pictures of me and one of my, one of my girls, me and Yonina, like, our girls over, oh, and actually not that one, but a bunch of other ones are all courtesy of Mr. Deer. He also had this, um, he had this custom of asking people to hold his photography bag, right? Uh, which was, um, which was uh, um, adorned with a JMN bumper sticker, mm-hmm. and then he would take a picture. And I mean, there's some on this wall, but I mean, anybody who was anybody had a picture. From Malcolm Holmline to Rabbi Yudid to Mayor Eichler, they all right. had pictures that they took, and all the Jewish music artists. With the, I think even Senator Schumer had a had a picture holding the JMN bag. So the other person whose name I'd like to mention and just bring up as a tribute would be Chaim Silver. Well, Lobo is, uh, and Lobo used to appear on the Wednesday of the marathon, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, later this week, we're going to uh, be speaking about him at length with somebody who is going to be delivering a very special message in his memory. And um, very hard for any of us to believe that he's no longer with us, Chaim Lobo Silber. And uh, anybody who has been at all in tune with, and I saw Heshi Wolfish Sunday night at the at the Woolman Vart, and um, so we were talking about this as well. He worked with him all those years. Uh, anybody who has been at all in tune or in touch with anybody in the Lobo circle over the last few months knows that all these stories are coming out of his incredible chesed and people he took care of quietly and with great enthusiasm, but very quietly. Um, one of the stories I will just tell quickly that I discovered after he passed away was um, somebody called him out of the blue and said to him, I hear that you're a big ball chesed. My wife is unfortunately has cancer and we're just desperate for funds to take care of her and, and surgeries, etc." Lobo, it was Erev Shabbos. Lobos Halkoy after Shabbos, the guy thought for sure he's never all, that he'll never hear from him again. Right after Shabbos, of course, Lobo calls him, and uh, he says, I will, I will help you on one condition. And the guy was wondering, like, you know, what's the condition? He said, I will do whatever you need, but I would like to accompany you to the meetings with the doctors because I've been through this in mm-hmm. my own family, and I think I could be helpful to you. Wow. And could you imagine that's the condition? So the guy goes, okay, I, I, I think we can agree to that, you know? Right, but I think that a tribute to how many of those stories there are oh. 
is how many people were at the funeral. Oh my gosh. But also, and your listeners will appreciate this, it is very rare for Nahum Siegel to make some kind of a personal accommodation during JM and the AM to leave the air for whatever reason um, and and have to be somewhere else. There are there are Brissim. There are numerous family members and friends who are still annoyed <laughs> for those accommodations were not made for them, and we respect that wholeheartedly. But this was a this was a we're not this is nothing to talk about. Yeah, that was uh, that was one day that uh, I felt, and so many felt they had to be there. I play every Friday Shabbos Mavarchim the song that was posthumously dedicated to the song. Yeah, he was all goodness. We'll talk more about Lobo at some point uh, this week. And we remember Chaim Lobo Silber with great fondness, especially as uh, we do what he did, which was encourage people to give and support JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio exclusively around the world at NachumSingle.com on the NachumSingle Network. And, of course, our beloved NSN app. You could actually comment on the app with your donation if you wish, and then we'll be in touch with you. You could do that. Use the uh, app comment section to give a donation. You could also um, you could also go ahead and call two one two five two nine four six twenty, and you could also go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Yoni, you have a message for us? Oh, um, bite size. I, yeah, I think you called me in for yeah. bite size a little earlier. What do we expect at nine a.m.? So coming on in about an hour or so, we're going to hear from uh, Joanna Shepson. She spoke with Rev. Ephraim Holtzberg from uh, Simcha Hall in the old city. Uh, very cool place on looking a very cool mm-hmm. area i wonder so, which rabbi holtzberg that is interesting of the old city rabbi holtzberg. you'll find out shortly yes and uh toba knacht also joined she uh, spoke with rev uh, she spoke excuse me with eliakim cohen the founder of jewsnews.co.il if you are familiar with that website jews news jews news and i think you're scheduled to also to make an appearance oh i'm gonna Bite make an appearance all right i'll make an appearance you'll never forget i can tell you that much looking forward Bite size, 9 into 11, right after JM and the A. Make sure to be tuned in right after uh, we finish this program at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Tour, Facebook Live tour of the studio coming up after this song. Coming up next, if you keep it here at JM and the A.M. The 
Say JM and the AM Wednesday. Um, those who appreciate our phone line, those who appreciate our phone line, that allows you to call in and uh, literally hear all of our programming live uh, at any point. Uh, call up now two one two five two nine four six twenty and give us a donation, please. That'd be wonderful. If this is true, but oh, at Facebook Live, we're on Facebook Live right now. Uh, our friend Ruby Harris has posted something on Facebook. As a Harvard Law student, Barack Obama said becoming Donald Trump was the American dream. <laughs> mm. Pretty funny, though. No? I don't know. I think it's a, a many Americans' dream to be president of the United States. I have a, by the way, speaking of president of the United States, the, so the current ambassador to um, Israel, yeah. I think he must have, uh, so I want to know, no pun intended, what goes through his head, when to put on a yarmulke, when to not put on a yarmulke. Right. It's interesting. Because many of the pictures... That you see, so, uh, and it looks like maybe when it's a a prayer thing that he puts the yarmulke on. Although he put it on when he took the oath of office, I right. think that was very cool. But like there was a picture of him today I saw with uh, President Rivlin where he wasn't wearing yarmulke. Right. It was very interesting to decide when to and not to. But hopefully he's smart enough to roll it instead of folding it. Let's hope so, Mark. <laughs> Let's hope. Well, you know so. the difference, right? If you fold I it, then there's a I line. Oh. If you roll it, then there's no line. All right, Mark Zomik's about to conduct our studio tour. If you go to Facebook Live, very uh, quick tour. Did we? Very, hey, very, hey, hey! A very, very quick tour. I don't like when people don't we speak. We ever do nice a tour of the? Um, I don't know if we ever did. We did a blueprint remember of the that? FME studio on I the website that. once. Um, so, so this is the studio. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Welcome, everybody, on Facebook no, Live. You know, if you're at Knopfel, I'm just starting. I love this studio. If you, this is an amazing studio. This is the wall. Jamie, show everybody the wall, the famous wall, which you can see on Facebook. There's a picture of it. Right. Right. It's literally the wallpaper on Facebook. You have everybody from Don Mattingly to uh, Avi Weiss. They're all, everybody, <laughs> and in between. And everyone in between. And everybody's on that wall. And, and then, of and, course, we'll talk about the snow globe collection. And you can see how people age, too. Thank you. Because there are is many that, pictures. Is that a joke? Well, that's not, see, that's not really fair. I'm that's right. About... It's not fair. That's a horrible picture. <laughs> but um, that you can't escape your history, as somebody just said today about the Confederate monument that was just taken down in the South. You can't escape your history. I'm like, there might be more weight gained on this wall <laughs> <laughs> than in any other See, but it's not gained and lost. It's just gained. It's just gained, exactly. All right, and then if you focus on the other side of the studio... <laughs> Then you'll see that this is where we normally broadcast from. It's the table where our guests sit around. It's also your desk. Correct. It's everything. And it's the lunch table. It's everything. It is. And there's the and snow no, globe collection. And nobody except Mark's complaining. Thank I you. love it here. I'm not complaining. It's the greatest setup Let's ever. talk about the snow globe collection. And the snow globe collection reflects all the places we've traveled to, including Correct. places like Paris and Venice and Jerusalem. Right. Rochester, our trip. Where else is on there? Rochester. Oh, Canada's up there. Right. Of course, my favorite one is still the Toronto snow globe because it's a snow cube right Right. because you're so close canada so close to getting it right but yet it's a cube what about the tvs can you show everybody the tvs here we want one second one second one second one second you almost jumped over the magic eight ball the magic eight ball as i have announced before on the air is how we make decisions here at the nachum's eagle network when and by the way the magic eight ball does not like jamie it doesn't it doesn't. Jamie is nodding in an affirmation There's behind the camera. There's always a negative answer when she asks the Correct. Answer. For some reason or another, the Magic 8-Ball has it in for her. And Nahum, unfortunately, though he is a whiz at asking questions, cannot ask questions to the Magic 8-Ball correctly and therefore never gets the answer I, he's looking for. I have a question. See, women, on the other hand, we know how to ask questions and get the answers that we're looking I, for. I have the question for the Magic 8-Ball. And for you, which you did not ask me this morning, I'm surprised. Which came first, the shirt or the watch band? Oh, by the way, I've been wondering... <laughs> I've been wondering, but I'm so in awe of the watch band. Exactly. I was going to ask you how the boat was this morning. I didn't take the boat. I drove. (laughs) Oh, you drove. Because the first boat is at 6 o'clock. I just couldn't have made it. I I thought you drove the boat. No. I love that ferry, by the way. I'm a very big fan. And my cousin, who I may be announcing this right now. now from, from, From Five Towns coming now. What? There's a uh, from actually from Reese Park. There's going to be there's a ferry really? that's starting. Correct. All right. As long as I don't have to talk to anybody We're on the a bo- ferry right here, through the entire east side of Manhattan. Oh, that's cool too. Stop right here. Yeah. That's cool. But it's that, supposed to make housing prices go fifteen percent in this neighborhood. Wow. Well, I think it, you, you if I don't know what it would be due to your commute from Bell Harbor to the World Trade Center if that helps you at all. I'm not sure, but anything is better than Penn Station, right. as they announced this morning. Um, that there were no delays as of whatever it was like five thirty in the morning from Penn Station. They're like, but it's still early. I'm like, thumbs I, up, everybody. I, what's it called? I see. I I'm on Thirty Fourth Street every day now, and there was uh, what was it Wednesday last week? The police were actually literally upstairs. They weren't letting anybody into Penn Station because it was already full. Right. So meanwhile, my cousin who is moving from Los Angeles probably to to Teaneck, right, and is going to be commuting into Manhattan. By the way, anybody who didn't know that. I guess well, I yeah, just put that out there. One yeah. Cousin, but yeah. Um, not in Los Angeles. But anyway, she, I. Uh, it's, He's trying to produce. I Go got ahead. that. Um, anyway, bottom line is, I said Mark Zomick takes the ferry, and I went through the whole thing. So she may be in touch with you. Okay. We have a very um, special guest with us live via telephone, and Miriam L. Wallach. You could attest to the fact that uh, whenever we approach this person with a 
a project of interest to the Jewish world, one that we think people will be enthusiastic about. He enthusiastically supports us, encourages us. And this fundraiser is no uh, exception Correct. because, of course, he has already gone ahead and not only pledged his support but has uh, sent in his donation. And we are flattered that every opportunity he has to uh, support our efforts, he goes ahead and does it. I refer, of course, to a gentleman who just joined me recently for an incredible Yom HaShoah program here at JM in the AM, Mr. Leon Goldenberg. Leon, welcome back to JM in the AM. Is Leon there? Is he on the line, Yoni? You asked about ah. a gentleman, so you weren't talking about me, <laughs> so I didn't answer. Leon, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. Uh, first of all, thank you again for your support, your encouragement. It's amazing to me that you live up to your geographic heritage by always responding immediately when asked. <laughs> okay, my pleasure. But I will tell you something. The truth, yeah, sure. there should not be a fundraiser for you. Oh, really? Right. Why is that? I don't, think, I don't think that you really deserve one, and I'll tell you why. Why is that? Because you come into work every day, you enjoy your job so much, <laughs> and it's so, it, it, it's so obvious to everybody that you enjoy your job, you enjoy what you're doing. Not everybody does. So therefore, you should be doing a fundraiser for your listeners. Especially for the ones who hate their work, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> <laughs> Leon, what percentage of New York City likes waking up and going to work? you have any clue? you have any hand? I, I have no clue, but I would have to say it's a very small percentage wow. of people that really enjoy what they do. Sad. They're going to work. And, and they may be lawyers, and they may be doctors, and in, you know, if you're a doctor, in many ways it's gratifying. But at the end of the day, sometimes you just don't enjoy your work. And I'm not, you know, signaling any any specific. But people go to work because they have to go to work, and they come into work, and 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 you can see it sometimes on their faces, like they're almost dreary. Well, if we you you come in, you're laughing on the uh, when you're there, you're laughing. When you make your jokes, you're laughing. You're having such a great time. Uh, if we took a poll in this room right now, I think we'd have the majority, if not a consensus, a full consensus that everybody here loves going to work. That's because the majority of the people in this room work for you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Leon, by the way, uh, not to not to uh, uh, pass over the comment about me always laughing, I'm glad that we are always laughing and giving everybody uh, a, uh, a, a good perspective on things, but uh, the serious side of, these, of this programming also came through uh, when you joined us on Yom HaShoah. Uh, that was one of the most poignant and incredible programs yeah. ever. And uh, I know that it was difficult for you to make the time to come in. And I know that in retrospect, you, you were happy. And, uh, and, um, and yeah, I got uh, a lot of positive feedback. I got a tremendous amount of positive feedback. It's a very difficult subject to talk about. It's critical, but it is a difficult subject to talk about. I, I don't mean for me, you know, but just the idea of what we do have to remember but I got a tremendous amount of people just stopped me on the street and said it was a great show. It was important with a lot of very important messages, and as you've always right. reminded us, it's so and important to remember. I say great, I don't mean, you yeah, know, of course. a musical show. It was a, a, one woman stopped me at that night at a wedding, and she says she was uh, by her daughter. Her daughter had just given birth, and they were listening. They weren't really, you know, and then they started to listen, and they said that the messages were just so clear to her and her daughter, that they stopped what they were doing and sat and listened. Yeah, it was a very important show and uh, some very important messages. Plus, I'll add that uh, I'll never forget when we first walked into your office to discuss the idea of broadcasting from Venice and why it's an important story for the Jewish world. 
again, your enthusiasm, your encouragement, your support, it was there immediately. Uh, just one of the things we need to thank you for. Mark? I was reading an article last week of the new influencers in the White House, and there was a picture associated with that article, and Leon Goldberg was smack in the center of that serious? picture. I, I was? Yeah. Where was it? I don't remember. I read so much over the weekend. And, and I don't think it was in one of the Jewish... Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, well, I'll find it. I'll find, find it. it. Smack, he, it was around a table in, Correct. in the White House, and he was in the center, and you were in the center right, of the picture. Right, right, right. Does Mayor de Blasio know you've been spending all this time in Washington? He might keep... <laughs> I saw him last night. I didn't tell him that I, I didn't know any Republicans. Oh, you were at you were at, you were at the town hall last night? No. He yes, didn't. yes, yes. Was Benjamin Siegel there? I tr- who? Benjamin Siegel. <laughs> who? <laughs> he was to trying to trying to get me a seat there. Yeah, he's he's always he's a great kid. He was trying to get great you a kid. seat. Any there. any enjoy- no, I, I didn't sit actually. I uh, I just you know mill around and seeing everybody. Uh, but he's a great kid. Thank you very much. He's and, a nice mother. And uh, yeah. And David, yeah, he's definitely he's not. Very field. quickly, <laughs> very quick. You notice that there wasn't a, a question. Okay, uh, Leon, thank you, and please encourage everybody to help us. It's a, we, we did everyone a favor. We made this a, because of the move. We made this a very short fundraiser. It's a couple of days. Ask everyone out there to just help us out, whatever they could do. At the end of the day, the programming that you do, and it's getting wider and wider because you're on the web, is impacting, influencing larger Jewish community with with the music, which is also critical, to make people, when they get up in the morning, to hear music, to start the day off on the right foot, but also for everything that you do for everybody else, to really make it a, a you know, when it's important, Yom HaShoah, Yom HaTzmut, all these things. And I don't know if you noticed, but the, the Israeli papers uh, were talking about that, that, and they showed a picture of... Uh, the Minister of Health, what's his name? Litzman. Litzman. Putting a wreath on by the soldiers. Right. There is... He insisted. A, right. There is a coming together yeah, true. of all the Jews in Israel, maybe not so much here in America, and you're impacting that too. Hmm. I appreciate that very much. Thank you, Leon. God bless you. We'll be in touch. He is Leon Goldenberg. Talk about community leader, as he's often described. That's uh, that's the that barely touches the surface and scratches the surface in terms of all the different things he does in the community. And as I always say, uh, gives generously, gives with great enthusiasm, and with wonderful encouragement for all the work that we do on a regular basis. We're at two one two five two nine four six twenty two one two five two nine four six twenty fundraising marathon. I want to thank Ruby and Bobby Kaplan, a one hundred dollar donation with great hodaya, great thanks to God for a most beautiful family of our Shavet of 12 precious grandchildren, both in America and in Israel. And one more Seligson on the way. You give Zadie and Bubby so much nachas and simcha, and to our extended families, the Kaplans, Gdanskys, Seligsons, Hirschmans, Rapfogels, and Abramowitz families, we love you all. Nachum, you're an inspiration to Klai Yisrael. Keep up the great job. I thank you for that. Was that Bubby, or what were your instructions on that? It was It was Bubby. Zadie and Bubby. Oh, did I say Bubby? Yeah. Zadie and Bubby. Right or Bubby? Which one was it? Bubby? So Zadie and Bubby, um, uh, Mazel Tov on all the um, on all the um, as the, the family continues to grow from all of us here at JM and the AM. And our good friend Milt Feldman has donated. Milt has um, uh, donated in memory of uh, his wife uh, Malka Bas Milchel. Um, the art site is coming up this Friday. Uh, he's donated in memory of Doreen Jacob. Uh, we know her as Simon's mother, a wonderful woman who was just uh, an incredible lady who uh, we lost just recently. 
I don't even know if it's been the Shloshim yet. I don't think so. And uh, another $100 or a Fuhr Shleim with David Moss, David Ari Halevi Ben Fredel, David Ari Halevi Ben Fredel, Milt Feldman with a total of $300 for the uh, JM and the AM Foundation of Jewish Broadcasting Fundraiser. And we thank you, Milt, very much and continued good health to you. So we're continuing the tour. Continuing if the tour. Second, we you... missed the antacid section of the tour. I just want everyone to see the Tums that yeah. are on my desk. Could you, could you raise the yeah. camera to get back what's behind here? I want to show everybody... The LPs that we no longer use. Otherwise known as. If you look up there. LPs, on top, otherwise known as. Records? Yeah. On top of, on top of, by the equipment there are the cassettes we no longer use. Mm-hmm. And here, right on the side. Is Nachum's the filing system. Are the CDs that we no longer use. <laughs> so this is the section. This is the storage These are the section archives. of the studio. The right. archives that we use. Um, up here, you can see the cameras that show everybody. So I want to point to two of the cameras are essentially the same thing which was comical two weeks ago when I was here watching ZK try to position them. That's, oh, we're that calling one's those... One's on one, the, one yeah. direction and the other. The other we're, we're, calling, we're calling them the breakfast cameras for now. Okay. Yeah, that was up close and personal day with ZK <laughs> as his face was in the camera. Right? The, the, the camera to the left on top is the out... The, what do you call that? The outside front room. room? The front, front room. Right. The front room as opposed to the back room. Now, the camera on the bottom left is my favorite because I was trying to figure out what that was... And if you, Jamie, if you turn around and show everybody where the camera is, so Nachum didn't want the camera on him in the studio when he was here alone. So there is a microphone windscreen Correct. covering that camera. I put a note in, but you really couldn't see what the notes, can't see what the note says. Well, you tell us what the note says? The note says NachumSiegel.com. I was just oh, trying cool. to get some uh, branding involved, but the, the focus wasn't there. <laughs> For those who are focused on that <laughs> but that's camera. The, uh, that, that, that's the last camera. That's the note in the windscreen. Um, of of the camera in the studio, and and you can see back here the lovely step and repeats, yeah, which and, repeat three times. Right, and three. behind there, by the way, is the Wallach family artwork section. That's oh, the that's exhibit. Right. We keep it over there. Well, so a lot that, of CDs back there, it seems. Yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yes. And Soul by the way, tears. Jamie, if you could there, if you I could think. pan over there, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Gorf. To Jordan B. Oh, Gorfinkel. That's right. That's where those came from. Correct. Do you remember when, when he did that? Yeah, at Dougie's. At Dougie's drawing on the table. The man pulled out a Sharpie. <laughs> oh, and the two middle people are Miriam and Mark. That's right. right. No, it's actually Miriam and Pavarotti. But I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, funny. Mark, the only thing you're meet- missing in that picture is an ascot. <laughs> there you go. And to the left is is the great Yal Lassen, right? Correct. Yal Lassen, 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 who's, who's now. Right. Yes, whose last name. It's going to, I mean, Ellie Lassen's definitely listening. And you know who she works for? I know who she works for now. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's a great connection. She works for 360i. Yes, she does with Sarah. I saw Sarah speaking about it too um, at a public event. She talked about a girl from Stern who, who, was, who was pushing hard to get a job. Right, and she did. Yeah, she was there. It was funny. It's, she did. Now it's, it's really a marathon. It's fundraising marathon 2017, 212-529-4620, and FJB Unity, um, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Give and give generously, everybody.
Oh! 
Sam in the AM with Yehuda Green. Always a pleasure to welcome uh, Nahum Single Network staff members into our studio, especially during fundraising time. We're at 212-529-4620. We're at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Asking everybody to keep us going. A very short fundraiser. We did our listeners a big favor, only doing this a couple of days. It'll end Friday. We're on Facebook Live right now, and if you go to Facebook Live, you will not only see myself and Mark Zomik, you will see the Jew in the city, the one and only Allison Josephs, who's now been with us for what I would call already a uh, a career, a short career maybe we'd call it, uh, but certainly a, a well-established career with the Nahum Siegel Network to this point. Every single Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, you could hear Jew in the city speaks where she takes her uh, concept of... Uh, uh, trying very hard and succeeding at painting a uh, a good picture and a positive picture of Orthodox Jewry and doing so by speaking with individual people in interview form each and every week. A pleasure to welcome you, Allison Josephs, back to JM in the AM. A pleasure to be here, even though I wake up early to come. But for you, I'll do it, Nachum. I appreciate that. <laughs> and you pointed out to me this is the only time <laughs> that you're up early. I guess unless it's a family bris or something, right? <laughs> right. And, you know, because I'm a Balchuva, there aren't that many of those. Right. And I'm, my sisters are in Israel, so now that my kids are sleeping in, you know. Are all your siblings in Israel now? Yeah, I have two sisters in Israel. Does yeah. that does that sort of pull you in that direction, or it's not a major issue at the moment? Oh, yeah, of course it, it does. It does pull you. Oh, yeah. Do you get to visit at all? Yeah, so God, uh, we go every year uh, Pesach time usually. My parents actually also made Aliyah as well. I remember that. Um, they left temporarily because um, my mother um, had some health issues. Thank God she's doing quite well. No, but every day that she was there, she would call me basically and tell me the future of the Jewish people is in the Holy Land. Right. What are you doing? History will judge you. So she left in the meantime, but now I'm left with like a lot of guilt for not being there. So we... We keep sort of re-editing our Israel plan, but we, we have an Israel plan. What city are your parents in? Oh, currently, right now in America? No, meaning when they're oh, in they Israel. Oh, they were there. They were in Yerushalayim. In they, they, they went to yeshiva. One of the important things that um, that has always that we've always stated is that you always need a plan. There has to be a plan in place, even if you know nine times out of ten the plan doesn't you know become fully adhered to. But there always has to be some plan down, uh, at least in one's mind. When it comes to uh, when it comes to Israel, so it sounds like you're on the right track. On the right track, at least that. Um, so you've had some interesting experiences recently because you've really expanded, and I, I, I believe I was there on one of the key nights of your expansion, which was last May, uh, when you really made it known to the public that not only are you doing this incredible service of uh, at every opportunity finding the positive with an Orthodox jury and promoting that as much as possible, but you are reaching out in a very active form to those who are from religious communities but are not necessarily ready to take on the same, I don't know what we would call it, commitment or the same way of life that their parents have you know, brought them up with. And that could be a very dicey situation, as you can attest to with firsthand knowledge. How has that gone? How has that effort, Project Macomb, gone so far? So thank God we are just growing and growing. <clears throat> Perhaps the cold that you can hear right now could be due to lack of sleep because <laughs> the more problems I discover, the more things I feel like we have to fix. Um, in our first year of inception. And just to clarify for listeners, we never meant to get into the, right. as they call it, OTD space. I used to think that you weren't allowed to say this word. I then found out that this is kind of what the community calls themselves, right. sort of, they, they sort of uh, reclaimed the off the, the derrick derrick title. The, exactly. Right. Uh, we didn't mean to get into the space. I know we were putting out positive and open-minded and really showing all the room within halacha, since oftentimes people just sort of see 
the lack of room, the lack of space. You're trying to show how much you could do and how much uh, Torah mitzvahs enhance an already hopefully enjoyable life in a spiritual sense. So this community actually came to us. I actually had a couple approach me a few years ago at a talk. Um, and when I realized that this was not just one couple, but actually many people that had whatever issues they had in the Hasidic or Haredi world were looking to stay religious, but didn't know how to get, you know, sort of acceptance into other Orthodox communities, um, I turned to my board and I said, it's time to answer this call. In our first year, we had over 700 people join our Facebook group without even trying. Wow. We had almost 200 people come out to our in-person events. Um, and now sort of this year is a sort of 2.0. We have a social worker on staff. We developed an intake process, and now we're sort of bringing in full-fledged members. And what that means is instead of people just coming to events one time or two times and then disappearing again, we're getting them into our system and we're hearing their story. So what what is it that you need to work on right now? Do you need you know better education? Um, are there issues with your family freaking out that you've made some changes? Do you want to visit different communities and need a friend? Um, do you need a tutor you know to work on English or a GED class? Or do you want to relearn Chumash now from a different type of perspective, or halacha. So, I mean, there's a sort of a wide range of needs that we are discussing. Um, one of our members recently said that her family disowned her for the changes that she's made. And that happens often. It happens often. Would we make a support group? And so basically we're looking, so we have 50 members that we have brought in full-time. We're purposely keeping it not too big because this is sort of our beta group. We need to sort of see what issues and things they're struggling with. And then based on what we hear, we're creating programming from the ground up. Allison Josephs is here. You can watch all of this right now on Facebook Live, Nahum Siegel Network. We are encouraging everybody to support our programming, including what Allison does every Thursday for us and for the Jewish world. Uh, 212-529-4620 and, of course, fjbunity.org. Um Many people leave their way of life, as we described it earlier, uh, and have very little interest in in the Jewish world at that point, which one might be able to understand. The advantage of those who are uh, clinging to your uh, organization and your efforts is that it's obvious they want to be in a Jewish atmosphere. It's just that the one that they're from, they're not comfortable with, or they feel it's you know it's one they can't you know adjust to fully. Uh, that that must be I don't know some th- that must be a very positive aspect that you know that if someone comes to your group that at least at the very least they want to actively have a positive Jewish experience for sure like so first I want to sort of push back at the notion that um, you know the vast majority of people that are leaving are these staunch atheists I think that's sort of a line or a uh, an angle we've been fed again and again by traditional media that really can stand our community from what I've seen now and this is you know being being in touch now with hundreds of people who are leaving, I think a whole lot of them have a lot of nice associations with certain parts of Jewish life. And that to leave and just sort of to get thrown out into the vast world of, really, there's no community out there. Like pe- Neighbors don't know neighbors. Right. You know, I mean, we you know we love the fact that on Shabbos, we see all these people and our kids run around and have friends play. So it doesn't exist anywhere. We're sort of, you know, go back in time to another era where neighbors talk to each other and drink lemonade together on a nice day and children interact. So when you leave, you know, the close-knit observing community, you just sort of get thrown into the world. So I, my understanding is that a whole bunch of them actually want to have some connection to that, but they have questions. Uh, there's unfortunately a whole lot of 
teaching of chinuch, of God being a fearful being, right. you know, so much fear of all the As Gehenim, opposed to the loving God. The loving God. Um, so much sort of blame that if you do an Avera, you know, all the punishments that you'll get um, and just the boxes being so, so close. So, yes, we the group is self-selecting. You know, we just like with Jew in the city, we state from the outset that we're Orthodox. And I think it's a really important thing that oftentimes in the outreach world, because Orthodox is such a dirty word, people avoid it. And I was part of those organizations. Um, but I think that there's a lot of respect that you gain by stating from the outset who you are. Um, and then people that have a curiosity on their own time and pace can sort of dabble. And so we have people sort of coming through a pipeline where some of them are just reading our stuff online. I would say the first level of Project Malcolm programming is happening on our social media platforms. Because right. people are literally learning about it for the first time. And I'll tell you a pretty incredible story. I was at the YU graduation last year, so it's almost exactly a year ago. And I see a very uh, Hasidic-looking family there with beaming faces. And I, I was so happy to see that they were supporting you know, one of their family members members that clearly took a different path than they did. I posted in our group, um, you know, I know a lot of your families don't support you, but it's good to know that someone is supporting their kid. Someone wrote back, oh, that's my friend. Um, I'm going to introduce you. The friend wrote to me and said, thanks for all of your videos on Jew in the City. I watched them all back when I was in a Satmar Yeshiva. <laughs> and I said, really now, um, can I ask you, did it happen to impact your journey in any way? And he said, 100%. I was unhappy where I was. Um, I was looking for something new. I had no idea that your world existed, and I discovered it on Jew in the City, and I went out and got it. And so um, it was a pretty powerful, uh, you know, sort of moment to see that, again, these videos and these articles and these teachings that I thought were just going to be for a non-Orthodox crowd could be so impactful for someone that had grown up very Orthodox. Pretty amazing. Allison Joseph's here. Uh, it's Jew in the City Speaks every Thursday, 10 a.m., for us here at the Nahum Siegel Network, we uh, I mean, even before you were with us, you were encouraging people to to give and support. We do every single uh, uh, every single year, and uh, here again is our opportunity to ask our listeners to participate. I would hope that you would urge them to support our network and to support their you know our morning show and uh, all of our great programming. This stuff doesn't happen for free, guys. Um, as a content creator, there are lots of costs involved, and when you benefit from something so great like this. Um, I mean, we have a concept of Akar Satov, and this is this is the chance to be counted. This is a chance to give back. Um, you know, I, don't, I never know what the impact of my show is. I saw a woman at a restaurant about a year ago, and she told me she was in the hospital. She was sick, and she didn't have the energy to listen to a sheer, but she would listen to me every day on Jew in the City Speaks, and it gave her so much chizuk, and it helped her get her strength back. And I thought, like, we really don't know, you know, sort of how um, these shows and these, you know, programs touch people's lives, but this is touching. This is reaching a very, you know, a worldwide audience, and this is your chance to help it continue. Thank you, Allison, for all your work and for being here today. It's much appreciated. My pleasure. Everyone, please continue to call at 212-529-4620, 212-529-4620. And, of course, you can go to fjbunity.org. That's fjbunity.org and participate in that way in our fundraising efforts. Um, only a couple of days that we are doing our fundraiser this year. That's right. And we want to make them very comprehensive and very active. We need your help to do that. We also ask that everybody share on their uh, social media pages our link to fjbunity.org. And I want to take this opportunity to welcome Sheila Tannenbaum into our studio. Sheila not only has pledged, but has actually brought in her check in our honor here at the JM and the AM, and it's much appreciated. We now have another one of the stars of the Nachum Siegel Network, and that is Naomi Nachman, who is the 
Aussie Gourmet. She's the host of Table for Two Fridays at 9 a.m., although this Friday it may start to drop later. But don't, don't worry, we'll get to the full show. Uh, Naomi knows that the only time it would ever be delayed would be if we're asking our listeners to keep us going. And uh, she's off of the very successful uh, Pesach cookbook, Perfect for Pesach. She's back from her long Pesach vacation, which was not long enough. <laughs> and here she is at JM in the AM. Naomi, welcome back. Hi, Nachum. Thanks so much for having me here. I got on the train really early this morning. I can imagine. <laughs> for me, my husband, Tzvi, put my little daughter on the bus and I went on to Manhattan. I felt like such a power person. A real <laughs> commuter. A, yeah, I'm a commuter now. Coming, I took the train now. I didn't want to fight the early morning traffic. So You're going to learn that this is the most effective way to get to Manhattan. Yeah, one hour, 20 minutes from Woodmere to the Lower East Side, including two, uh, the the Long Island Railroad, two right. subways and the Little Walk. Not bad at all. And it's gorgeous today. I'm I wonder, schwitzing. I wonder what would have taken by car, but I can't conjecture. Yeah, two hours. Right. At this time, two hours. Okay. And I'm relaxed. So you see? And hyper. So that's the perfect see, if was, Naomi. <laughs> if I was on the train, I'd be snoozing. I'd be dozing off. So yeah, I'm, I did a snoozing selfie on my Instagram story. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, congratulations on everything. Your Thank success you. is amazing, Baruch Hashem. Thank you. We are proud to have you here every single week, as you know. I love it. Uh, I love ev- being here. Every time you record a show in this studio, we know when we walk back in, there's going to be some uh, very interesting aromas, smells that smells, are smells, yeah, that we, are usually very, very good and potent. We try to clean up really well afterwards. ZK and hey, I, we really like hey, we wipe not, down the tables. Hey, we're not <laughs> complaining. And if I was complaining, I'd complain to ZK anyways. You don't worry about it. You should see this Friday show. You know, as a celebration to the end of the marathon, it's going to be unbelievable. Will there be food and drink? Oh, there will be food. I'm just saying Schiff Klein, Joy of Kosher. Oh, that's great. There you go. Let, let's leave it at that. So we're expecting her here later in the week. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be, the the magazine is rocking. So, you know, Joy of Kosher. So, you know, they're going to come in and cook up a storm on Friday morning. Yeah, Femme Oat. So that's uh, something to look forward to this Friday, everybody, as every Friday is. Um, you, I mean, I, look, it's no secret to you that, uh, that um, this forum can be a very important forum uh, for a variety of things, including kosher cooking. That's something that we all learned together uh, from the beginning of this experience with the Aussie Gourmet. And in addition to that, you know that we need uh, our listener support. It's one of the, We have sponsorships. We're, we, we keep no secrets. We have sponsored programming. We have people who join in to help bring our programming to the public. But without this fundraising arm of the listeners participating, it would be impossible to do this every single day and bring all this great programming to people. Uh, so we're encouraging everybody to give as generously as possible and to keep us going. And uh, I know from your perspective, you, you're constantly hearing from listeners and viewers of the videos and people who are enjoying what you're doing. Um, you know, it, it's been a wild ride um, being with you and the network, and it's definitely helped catapult what I do and all my different brands. And it's definitely, I always tell Jamie, <laughs> Jamie took out that, this is the most fun job that I have out of all my brands. I re- as much as I love doing chops or cooking or demos, I love being you know part of the Nakam Seagull Network team. And I really like people stop me wherever I go. I have been literally stopped all over the world. I was stopped in Holland by somebody. You're from the Nakam Seagull Network. I listen to your show on Fridays. I cook with you every Friday. My Friday is not complete without listening to you while I'm in the kitchen. People listen to me all week because I'll get comments when I do the giveaways. People right. will continue to enter the giveaways on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday because they have uh, the, all the shows go to our archives. Right. And it's so great to hear that. And we've had amazing sponsors who have supported us. But I want to hear from like the people that tune in every Friday or during the week or wherever on the go. They're sitting to our show. This is your turn to give us a little bit of help and support and you know give Nachum all the Hakarat Hatov that he deserves because he's 
been amazing for the last 30... Five years. Five years? It's 35? Some, something like that. 34 maybe officially. <laughs> we always round up a little, you Se- know. September of 1983, to be accurate. Wow. So. I know. It's a long time ago. Every time I say it, I feel old. Naomi Nachman is here. Our phone number is 212-529-4620. Anybody would like to donate now? Also, our website for the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, which is now the, uh, the not-for-profit arm of this great network. Uh, it has replaced WFMU. In terms of not-for-profits that support our work, and that's fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. This conversation right now, by the way, is on Facebook Live, if you're tuned into Facebook Live with the Nahum Siegel Network. All right, so the obvious question, everybody wants to know the answer, of course. You've had this amazing success with Pesach. Have they already approached you about the next book? Have they spoken to you or not? And it doesn't have to be that publisher. It could be anybody. Has anybody approached you about a second <laughs> about a second? Okay, everybody book? asked me when the non-Pesach version is coming out. Right. I've been writing recipes for 14 years, so, you know, I got a, quite a c- collection. So that's why we're able to get a Pesach book out from – I found out about the book when Art School came to me two days after Sukkot and was on the shelves a week before Purim. It usually takes like two years to do a book. That's only a couple of months. That includes editing. So like November, right. November 1st-ish is when you really start in earnest with the yep, Pesach Yeah, November book. 1st till February 28th. That's really fast. I didn't sleep. <laughs> I came to, I didn't miss a sh- not one show except I when I was in Israel. I, I came, know. I love my show here and I love my listeners and I love working with you guys. Thank it's you. so fun. And it was very fast. So people are saying we need their non-Pesach version. I love sesame seeds yeah. and I love but all that. That's got to get in the next book. But you're not answering my question. My question is a yes or no question. Has mm. anybody approached you? It's called you, deflection. <laughs> has anybody approached you about a, about a subsequent book? To the first one. Has there been any conversation? There has been some conversations. Been Let's conversation. leave it at that. Okay. Been, <laughs> it's a bit early yet. but There's, the, there's been conversation. We're gathering. We're gathering. How right. about that? Let Recipes have been gathered. Because that's obviously the sign of a successful first book when people are approaching you and saying, you know, we have another idea for a project. Yeah. So, so yeah. There's always something in the works. You know, I'm right. going to Thailand. Yeah. When is that, by the way? Uh, I'm leaving July 2nd to start preparing, but it's like July 8th the tour starts. You so, can it's go right to, before the three weeks. And so it goes a little bit into the three weeks. You'll be back in time for the nine days, but it's uh, going to be amazing. Miriam Schreiber is amazing. Miriam Schreiber is incredible. <sighs> She's like me on steroids. Any, you look like her a drop. It's funny. A, any, <laughs> That's what a, someone said too. Yeah. Anybody who knows her knows that it's going to be a successful project that she's behind it. Yeah. And and, and Thailand means a lot of touring or three, mostly in one place? Two to one? three places in Thailand. You can have to reach out to Miriam to get the right. exact itinerary. She's working very hard now. Thailand, um, Singapore, Bangkok, and Vietnam. Jews in Vietnam. I can't wait to do a show from there, Nakam. Table for two from Vietnam. How's that sound? It sounds interesting, to say the least, and it's going to be quite an adventure, I'm sure. I can't wait. I'm, like, good at the Thai food. I love coconut and lime. And Miriam's company is, just remind me. Miriam's Kosher Legacy Tours. Kosher Legacy, that's it. Kosher Legacy. If they search Kosher Legacy, they'll find it. Yeah, they'll find it, or they can reach out, Naomi at NachumSiegel.com. Correct. Naomi at NachumSiegel.com or or, uh, Kosher Legacy uh, will get you information about it. We're at 212-529-4620, asking everybody to give and donate now, big or small, uh, to our fundraising cause to keep us going for yet another year. I've noticed that more and more pledges continue to come in at fjbunity.org, which we appreciate, fjbunity.org. Naomi is next on at 9 o'clock in the morning or a drop later this coming Friday, depending on when we end. This coming Friday with Table for Two. That'll be the edition that'll include Schiff for Klein of Joy of Kosher. And, and can I just give it? Yeah, Levana sure. Kirschenbaum is also joining say us. Say it again? Levana Kirschenbaum, the famed, iconic Levana Kirschenbaum. Yeah, it's going to... Talk about brand name. Yeah, it's going to be a rock and show. Like 
we have to like hold the studio walls together when Levana comes in. She's like a dynamite. You remember Levana's? Did you ever eat in the actual Levana's? I, I ate there once when when Fagy Tenenbaum right. made a shiverbracha for her brother. That was a was long there? time ago. It was there. So and you're pointing in that direction because Fagy lives right there. <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm going like this. Which is pretty funny. You can't see that I'm doing. I'm pointing. But yes, yeah. Mr. Zomik. I wanted to eat venison, and that was the only place in Manhattan that served venison. That was it. Time. I yeah. can give you Vegemite. Yeah, no, that doesn't work no. for me. No, no Vegemite. So I wanted to have venison. Just take, tastes a lot like chicken, but whatever. Venison was the deer, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, correct. It still is. It still it's is a deer. Yeah. <laughs> And which was the only place that had buffalo meat? Wasn't there one? Uh, was it Glotmark? They sell it now. Well, Glot Express is a sold it. They still frozen, have it. Frozen. Yeah, they don't have it so much anymore. I think they stopped doing Specialty runs, meat? but they're going to start up again because it's known as heart waiting healthy for the meat. Giraffe. giraffe, yeah. Well, we're waiting for that. Yeah. You keep waiting. You yeah, keep waiting. It will be a wait. Uh, you've uh, you've created a recipe with buffalo meat or not? Uh, no. Never. No. You can no. Grill it. Maybe the next. I could, show I, we can do we together. do another barbecue show? It's the summer. By the way. How great was the uh, truck show? Oh, I got so many, yeah, so much too. feedback. This, that, this neighborhood didn't stop talking about uh, it. I know. We got to do it again. You know, I just wrote an article for, I'm tongue tied here, an article for Mishpacha magazine. I write a trending article for them and I wrote about food trucks. Do you know how many kosher food trucks there are across the country? There's one in Detroit, small Jewish community. They got a food truck. Florida, yeah, Texas. They got one in Texas and we have like a couple in the city. It's great. We've got to bring them all here one by one. Like, park it right in front of the studio on I Grand agree. Street. I agree. Yeah, the lines were a bit long, so it oh was hard. Oh, my gosh. I, I was shocked. I was stunned. I, I wasn't. That, come on. You brought food back to Grand Street. Come <laughs> on. Because well, we, we talked about it earlier in the week. We were thinking of changing location just to get more people. and We didn't need to. Yeah. And we picked the right day because Frank's Bike Shop's closed on Wednesday, so we had plenty of space to operate. Oh, that's a good point. You yeah, like yeah. That, huh? do, it oh. on, do it on a Wednesday if you do it again. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a plan. That was great. Yeah, and that, the sugar uh, truck. Is there still a sugar no, truck? No, the sugar truck that used to be is gone. But there's another sugar but truck. But I heard from someone right. in oh, YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Uh, someone from Teaneck mentioned something, but yeah. they're like really popping up all over. So trendy. I love it. You know, eat grub messy. food. That's the issue. It's, it's messy. It's messy, but it's fun. The last some- bite always ends up on my shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went home very dirty that day. <laughs> I took my mum to the airport right afterwards. I'm like, what did she mom. think, by the way? She had never seen you do a show live. Yeah, she was really. Imp- my mother rolls her eyes because she was born in Europe. Raised in Israel and then moved to Australia when she was nine. So she has a crazy accent. She goes, I'm really, really impressed with you. I'm like, wow, thanks, mum. After all this time. After all this time. Like, to see it live is a different thing. You know, she watches it every week. But Well, it was a great show and a lot Thank of fun. You. And we had good weather. It held up and it uh, worked out very nicely. Uh, and I know that you like working with our team. Kudos to ZK oh, and ZK. to Jamie and everybody. Where we haven't gotten over the uh, fact that Jamie's leaving, but uh, we will we will get over it eventually. I assume she says I'll get over it eventually. I hope she's right, because you know, Jamie who? (laughs) (laughs) Never, never. And we will and we will continue to provide you with great people to work with here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Support us, everybody. Do what Naomi Nachman is encouraging you to do. Call two one two five two nine four six twenty and go to fjbunity.org. Thank you, Naomi. Thanks, Nachum. For everything. Thank you very much for everything. Wednesday morning, day 36 in the counting of the Omer. Five minutes to go. I want to thank Kevin Conan. Could you list all the places, please, if you don't mind? Number Eden one would Walk. be Eden Walk. That's on 34th Street. Yes. Uh, now, you were referring to, we should have asked Kevin, you keep referring it to as the kosher pokey, but I. why do I think it's the kosher poke? Miriam, is it poke or pokey? But it's P-O-K-E, would be poke. It was pokey, there should be a Y. Maybe it's a different language. 
Poquet. That's neither one. And that's in the same place. And he actually told me the next thing he was thinking of doing at Eden Walk, an additional thing, but I'm not going to reveal that on the air. Uh And, of course, you have on 34th Street also down on uh, 9th Avenue, right near B&H, you have um, Petopia Mm -hmm. and um, Buffalo to Go. By the way, we have 31 comments. Oh, man. Any, any that we should read on the air? Excellent. Uh, Rami, Falafel, Finkelstein, uh, Rami Finkelstein would like everyone on this show to know that Lavana has bison burritos. Oh, cool. Cool. Um, she also did, she was involved in Nobo for a while also. Don't know. Um, the Kevin has excellent falafel. He, I was a little disappointed to bring falafel today, but since I had it for lunch I'll yesterday. I'll make it up to you. No, I had it for lunch yesterday. I shouldn't complain. I want to pay uh, thank uh, Ruthie and Eliezer Stavsky in honor of Nahum Siegel and their cousin, the Nasi. A 10 times high donation. Thank you very much. Amazing the reach of this show. It is amazing. Thank you very, very much. Um, And I think that's going to wrap things up for today. Tomorrow morning, uh, plenty more, of course. Bite Size with Yoni Pollock and Tova Konecht. And Joanna Shepson is coming up uh, between 9 and 11 o'clock. All through the day, amazing programming, including our Rummy's Live Lunch between 11 and 1. What do you have there? Have you seen any of the... the I have not looked... uh, Okay, so just by the way... um, the one of our listeners who commented on the app asked, "Glad to contribute. What is the money used for?" Ah, that's a great question, and I want to remind everybody that, and one of the reasons we ask everybody to, for their support is because all we want to do is continue to grow. And in order to maintain our app and our streams and our infrastructure and continue to broadcast, we need a lot more, fortunately or unfortunately, than what we're able than what we're able to. Uh, to do through sponsorships and corporate help. That's why we have three avenues of revenue for this great network. We have the corporate angle. We have sponsors, including sponsored shows, as many of you know. And we don't do the commercial route. We are not filling our programming Correct. with commercials, announcements, advertisements, etc. What we do instead for that third arm is ask our listeners to contribute so that we can continue to grow and be as creative as possible, increase our uh, programming reach, uh, do innovative things, and uh, technically... Uh, to continue to uh, give our staff what they need, whether it's uh, improvements on the app, uh, continued um, uh, continued uh, maintenance of our streams and um, and infrastructure and all the different things that are necessary to keep a network going. After all, it is a network. Yeah. And I know we only have a few minutes left, yeah, and sure. I don't want to um, I don't want to encroach on hot tech for time. But I I want to remind people who are still struggling with the transition. Um, if we've gotten a number of comments about people still struggling in transition, though I would say that those numbers have dwindled. Those calls we've Thank gotten God. have dwindled tremendously. Um, but we have a call in line. We have a listener line. Nahum, right. if you would just remind everyone, the listener line is... At area code, uh, area code uh, 605-562-4400. 605-562-4400. It is a local call. So for those people who are commenting that they don't have a smartphone, okay, no problem. So just dial this number. Don't deny yourself the opportunity to listen to JM and AM every single morning. The opportunity presents itself. Nahum is here. I promise. Nahum is here. So Even earlier than 6 a.m. sometimes. Right. JM bonus JM or JM bonus, depending on who you speak to, usually starts at around 5.30 and this morning started closer to 4.30. <laughs> right. right. So, so we highly encourage everyone, anyone who knows somebody who still has not made the transition or can't make the transition, help them out. Give them our call 
call-in number. You can always email Yoni, Yoni at NahumSiegel.com for any further questions. We are here. We want you to be here with us. Big thank you to Miriam Al-Wallach. Big thank you to Mark Zamek. Big thank you to all of our guests, including Allison Josephs and um, and uh, Naomi Nachman. Big thank you to Jamie Turkel and Yoni Pollock. Big thank you to Kevin Conan and all of his affiliated yes. eateries, including Eden Walk, Buffalo. And the Poke Bar. Poke Bar. Buffalo to go. What's it called? Buffalo, Buffalo to go. go. And Pitopia. And Pitopia. Thank you very, very much Continued for all your help. Continued Hatzlacha to him. Achenu Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio exclusively around the world at NahumSiegel.com, on the NSN network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And tomorrow we'll actually test out our drum roll and see if it's working. ZK Looks like it has some life here. ZK can get it out of the no, I think we. I think it may have some life. Let's see quickly. Yeah, we Ooh. got some life. Matas can come in now. We got the drum roll working. Matas, we're ready for you. We're ready. Thank you to Jamie for Facebook Live and go to Facebook Nahum Siegel Network for the uh, for those videos. Yoni Pollock. Want to thank Sheila Tenenbaum for coming in. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sheila. Yoni Pollock and Bite Size is next in the Nahum Siegel Network. Tomorrow morning we're back starting at 6 a.m. Don't forget to join Avrami at 11 a.m. Eastern Time today for the Wednesday Live Lunch. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.